Blog Talk Radio. That's enough for that music. Good evening, welcome to Desert Island Games on the Desert Island Radio Network with me, John, aka GL76 Gaming. My guest tonight is Mike, who's better known as Kit171 on YouTube. Welcome, Kit. Can I, can I call you Mike or do you want me to call Mike? I, I don't care really. <laughs> we should call you Mike, but uh, you are obviously better known as Kit. Um, how are you this evening or this afternoon for yourself? For me, it's the afternoon. Yeah. Uh, Everything's okay. Yeah. I know there's a bit of a problem problem on the line with an echo, and uh, for that I apologise, but uh, I guess if, as you're talking from over the other side of the pond, sometimes these things can happen. But yeah, if anybody's um, unfamiliar, they shouldn't be, but um, Kit1071 has got a YouTube channel, and it's... I've got it here. It is... Under prepared as always www.youtube.com forward slash user forward slash kit171 put it in the search thing kit all capitals yeah easier that way and it's kiwt171 can I assume that that username is um, I made a video talking about it a long time ago it's nothing creative I just took uh, something from a TV TV show I like a lot Knight Rider Rider. my favorite number and lucky number and threw another one on there that's it because everything else is like uh, everything else I want is always taken. Although now you could change your name no matter what you want to do, even though it's still the same in the URL, I could have whatever I want. But I don't know. I'm not creative. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody, everybody knows you just kept one seven one. So that's what it's been forever. Yeah. Even before I did videos. So how long um, have you actually been doing this? I think you've, you have told me this once before. But Putting how... videos up since yeah, December of 2011, I think. Right. So. But I had a I had that same account since 2006, which is also part of the reason why I can make long videos. Because back then it's what was known as a director account, and since I made it then, I still had it. So all that time I could have put stuff up, but I just never did, which is good because I can make stuff long because I'm not good at making short stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think sometimes you can't um, fit everything into um, a short video, so I'm not good at it. I just can't. <laughs> um. Yes, again, for anybody that's not watched um, Kit's videos, uh, what I would describe it as, it's very, very informative. I do a crap ton of stuff. I do a lot yeah. of stuff. Your main, your main core, uh, although you've done tons of stuff, is uh, the main core of the stuff you've been doing lately, I think, is kind of creative. Not creative. <laughs> you said the word creative earlier, and it's gone in my head. Um, very informative uh, gameplay videos, and... I think of it as kind of being like a car salesman. I'm trying to sell the game, but you know, I tell I tell the good things about it, the bad things about it. I show a good enough amount of it and say, you know, whether it's worth your time or not, what their problems are and stuff like that. It's, it's the best way I can think of doing it. Basically, I think of it as doing like what TB does, Total Biscuit, and stuff. Where he does it with indie games most of the time. I'm kind of doing it with old games, you know. But even then, I'm only doing it with games I want to do it with, yeah. and not the ones that everyone knows, because. 
10 trillion people already do that. So what, how many more videos do you need to see on Super Mario World? You know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. But you, you always seem very knowledgeable on them anyway, and you always speak honestly about them, which I think is always a good thing. That's how I am. I can't stand it when people lie. So you yeah. know, if games I absolutely like, if there's something about it that I cannot stand, I'll tell you about it, and it's the truth. Like, I cannot... I mean, anything I like, there's something about it I don't like. Like, say, Doom 3. I love that game to death, but I freaking hate how you have such limited sprint, and that's not how the previous ones were. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Indeed. Um, you do like racing games as well. I think you've that's had a my few... Favorite. It's my favorite genre. Yeah, that's, and that's not the major reason why I like your channel, but a, a good reason why I like it, because I love racing games as well. So um, you do quite a lot of racing videos, which uh, pleases myself. <laughs> it's very random. Yes. I think... Um, yeah, I think you've got at least one recent game on your list tonight. Uh, yeah, looking at it, I think it's just one, isn't it? But we'll get to the games later on. So, I was having a little look through your channel, because, I mean, I've only been subscribed for, say, about a year, so I was looking through some of your playlists there, and... Um, I don't use them anymore. Yeah, yeah, I, I know, I know. <laughs> but um, I've seen a couple of interesting ones that I've not... Actually watched yet? You've got one uh, called uh, the Dreamcast Chronicles. That's something I did a while back, and I brought it back since I am doing the Dreamcast again. It's nothing special. It's just the name of that series. If I do anything related to Dreamcast, I just call it that. That's all. When yeah. I first started, I had a stupid, crappy little intro which I lost, but it's nothing <laughs> special. I had was the Dreamcast logo. It was a still thing, and all the, it was a sound of the you know the boot up thing for it. Cool. Eh. Like uh, I said, I am not creative. I spend more of my time. I can't do fancy editing, mostly because I don't know how. I'm not good at it. And like I said, I'm not creative. Not only that, I don't have the right programs for it. I more pay attention to like the technical stuff, like making the colors and the pictures clear as it could be, and the audio and all that. That's what I like doing the technical stuff. So uh, yeah. that's pretty important as well. Um, I like to be creative personally myself, but um, two things going against me there is um, one I don't have the right software and two I don't have the patience I the took, time. <laughs> oh, you want to talk about software yeah. I took QBasic when I was in high school which wasn't all that long ago and it's a dead computer language and I well there's no other way to put it I blow at it I just can't think that way it makes no sense to me I just can't do that my memory doesn't work that way yeah I, I can get so far and then I no, just <laughs> I, I've made mods for certain games I know of and I like. Like, I could do some stuff in the build engine, which is what Duke Nukem 3D uses. I've tried a little bit doing stuff in the one, you know, for Doom and Doom 2. But beyond that, I'm just not good at it because, again, I'm not creative, so I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I'll just end up sitting there for all that time trying to figure out what to do. Whereas I'd probably be better at telling someone else who actually knows how to work the thing yeah. what I'd like to say. That's my. That's what I do. That's why I like playing strategy games. <laughs> It sounds a lot like when I used to be a, a web designer for a radio station. That people um, that had different kind of skill sets. Um, people, so you I see, the thing with me is the yeah. problem is I'm not good at making something out of nothing. That's that's basically the easiest way to s summarize it. If I have all the parts there and I have directions, I can do it. But beyond that, eh, forget it. I better I'm better off not doing it. The results are not good usually. <laughs> The other series that you did, and I don't know if it's still going on at the moment, is um, taking bad games seriously. 
I like the sound of that. <laughs> I kind of still am. I just don't call it that anymore. I just kind of forgot. Sometimes I forget and I get more preoccupied with something else because, well, anymore, it's getting harder and harder for me to just put out one video. It takes me literally 30 tries or more just to put one thing out. That Shinobi video I did the other day, mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. Quite literally, 35 restarts probably, I guess. I don't know. It's know. getting frustrating at this point. <laughs> How many videos do you think is a kind of good amount for a channel to put up a day? Do you think one's about right? I've changed from how I do it anymore. I usually do, me personally, this is how I do it. I do maybe one a day. Yesterday was one of the exceptions. I decided to do two. But to be fair, I actually made the other, I made the, the, the I was about to say Top Gun, damn. The Afterburner 2 one the previous night, I just didn't feel like putting it up. But I uploaded it later, left it on private, and then later on I made it live, and then I did the Shinobi one in the meantime. You know, I tried to space it out a little bit more, but really, it's however you want to do it. However, I do want to say that some abuse the system on YouTube if they're monetizing it, and they'll just throw out 10 million videos yeah. all the time. Case in point, DSP. But, you know, that's, I'm just saying. <laughs> a long yeah. time ago, I used to do multiple videos in a day, but that's also when I could think of things to do. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose, I suppose if you've got a, a lot of good ideas, uh, a lot of things you want to do, you can just fire them out. And or you could. What I've been trying to do recently is um, create some videos and just have them on standby so I can upload them. I was going to do that too, but yeah. as much frustration and time as it takes, there's no point in me doing that. I was going to do that too, which also I used to do at one point. I mean, I have some videos right now that I already made, but I'm going to remake them because either I could do them better, shorter just in general make them better quality because I can do that now so on and so forth so I got that kind of stuff too I just take me a while to get to them you know it all depends yeah it's not like you're on any kind of schedule that's what I like about doing this I can do it however I want yeah that's the beauty of it it's your channel you you do what you like yep yes um, what else was I going to say <laughs> very unprepared show today we're going to go into the games in a minute I freeform yeah. everything I do. <laughs> yeah, usually, usually I spend uh, Monday lunchtime preparing, um, but today I was getting hooked on a game on PS Vita, and I uh, missed the opportunity. So, uh, what was I going to say? Oh well, we might as well go on with the show. <laughs> but, uh, I've got another couple of questions maybe to ask you later on, but um, we'll, we'll get into the games first. So basically the idea is uh, you get to pick eight retro games um, that you take on a desert island should you be stranded. It was hard, I'll just say that right now. Oh, yes. You like I said, I remember I sent Ian PM, I said one of them I might swap out for something else, but I didn't do that. But, you know, whatever. Well, feel free to, feel free to stop me. Um, I, guess I, mention, I guess I could mention some runners-up or something like that. I don't so, know. Some notable mentions, yes. Yeah. Indeed. And you get to pick one book and one monster item, which we'll get to later as well. It's basically mine is going to be different. I'm willing to bet I'm the only one that chose what I did. <laughs> it's good. To, it's good to be different. <laughs> yeah, but um, you, you could probably you could probably pick a completely different eight games if you were asked again. I would imagine. Probably every time, because to be yeah. honest with you, I've said this many times before. Even when I did a video, I don't know how long ago it was. Doesn't matter. I did like uh, I like. I call it top ten, my favorite top ten NES games. And by the way, there weren't the kind of ones you'd usually expect because I like what I like. But at the same time, I can't remember if I, I, I didn't talk in a video, so I know I didn't do there. I think I put it in the description. I said, by the way, 
because uh, I know not many people read it, but I decided to put it anywhere description. I said, just so you know, even though these are the ten here, these are ones I really, really like for the NES. Just because these are the ones I have here does not mean that every time if someone was to ask me, these are the ten I would go with. I mean, you might have some, but sometimes I use the other ones because there is a lot of stuff I play and there is a lot of stuff I like. You know, yeah, so, it's hard, especially putting it in importance order. That's the thing I didn't do here, by the way. These are in no particular order. Yeah, I was going to ask you: Do you want me to um, do you want me to get to these in the order you've given them to me, or do you, you can do it in whatever order yeah. you want? It doesn't matter <laughs> to me. I have I have it right here in front of me, so I'll know exactly uh, what's going on. We'll just we'll just go with uh, the order you've given them to me. But um, as you said, it's in no particular order. It's just the order you've given them to me. And and fittingly, the first game is a racing game. Yeah, it's uh, an old time classic outrun. It's the only racing game. That's true. Yeah. Because it was very hard picking a racing game, but I had to go with, you know, the one I'd think would be the most. Right, so it's Outrun, obviously, and, and what would be your ultimate this, system for that to be on? the problem. Yeah. It goes between the arcade version, which is an actual cabinet, or I guess you could say playing the Sega Ages version on Saturn, which is a direct port of the arcade version, but I really, really like the Genesis Mega Drive version. So it would have to be one of those, the arcade version, either it's the cabinet or the one on the Sega Ages, or the Genesis Mega Drive version. I'd probably say the Genesis Mega Drive version, just because I've spent so much time with it. I only got to play it in the arcade one time, the actual full-on cabinet, which was awesome, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, I think, I think I've think i played it briefly in the arcade. I'm not, not really... Not well, else, for this one I go to, by the way, just to mention this real quick, there's this, there's only a few I can go to anymore, and one's like kind of pathetic, but there's this one I go to, they have Outrunners. It's the double one. Oh, uh, yeah. But it's in such... Piss poor shape. In fact, the last time I was there, I'm still I'm still pissed about it. I just remembered it. I lost two freaking quarters in there, tokens, whatever you want to call it. I couldn't get it back. I wanted to play it, but nope. And <laughs> one looked worse than the other. I went with the one that looked better. Apparently, that was the bad choice. Oh well, I didn't get my money back either. But what can you do? That's the arcade experience. I'm fine with it. <laughs> Typical. Um, outrun. I mean, it doesn't need any introduction. No. I, I really know it is. It's a simple game, but I love it a lot. Yeah, I, I find it incredibly hard. But I mean, that's okay, why I I'm, like it. That's why I like it. I'm yeah, good at it. I'm a very, I'm, I'm quite a novice when it comes to games. I, I like playing them, but I'm pretty rubbish at playing them. Oh, there's plenty of those like that for me. I just, you know, I spend more time with the ones I'm actually good at. But that's, you know. Yeah, I'm determined to actually get through this game and, and It's like I say it. so many times in, when I do videos on certain of these games, I don't mind when it's hard. So long yeah. as it's not If it's hard by intention, like say Demon Souls, Dark Souls, that kind of thing, if it's hard by design, if it's hard because it's broken and they were lazy with it and they didn't care, then I'm going to be annoyed with it. But if it's difficult, like say, again, Shinobi I did the other day, I'm fine with that. It's either you're good at it or you suck at it and you need to practice to get better or you never will. Yes, yeah. that's all there is to it. With the case of Outrun, I've played it so damn long, so many times. It's actually a special game to me for a specific reason, which goes far back. But you know, it, it's a simple game. It's yeah, like you said, it is challenging. I've never heard anyone say Outrun is easy, even as good as I am. And I'm not going to say it's easy. Also, depends on the difficulty, of course, and how many times you crash. But well, it's a simple game. It's really fun. I love arcade games, so that's what it is. You know, it uses the arcade style of way. It's short. It's fast-paced. It's all about points and score. And that's enough for me, you know? And the music's yeah. great, too. And you use a red Ferrari. doesn't get yeah. any better. And you get your girlfriend on the seat next to you in the car. 
Oh, I love it. Depending on where you end up, uh, the five different, or actually it's, yeah, it's five uh, ending places. Uh, there's always a different ending scene. I love yes. that. Especially the one where the car falls apart and the guys just look at it like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, that's that's what I was going to ask you. Uh, I, I think, sorry. I don't know if I can curse on here or not. No, it's okay. Actually, yeah, of course you can, but um, I, I didn't expect it from you. <laughs> I've, kind of, I've kind of gotten better at that, by the way. I don't really do it that much anymore, and I, for, I didn't realize that until recently, and I was watching back one of my videos, which I actually do that sometimes, and I realized it's like, I don't really curse that much in videos anymore. Not like I used to. Uh, I started off not doing it, and then I got, I don't know, mixed up with some bad influences, <laughs> and then I started doing it, and I thought, then I realised. Really, uh, I, I'm not paying. I'm not really paying attention to it, but you know, I can control it. I don't do it when I'm not supposed to. You know what I mean? I I really I very rarely do it, but I, I catch sometimes you can't help it. It just comes out. <laughs> Yeah, that's usually like if I hit my arm or something like that, I run into the wall. Oh, I'll do it then because it hurts like hell. But beyond that, yeah. Anyway, I think, I think the odd swear word is acceptable, but I think if you overdo it, there, there's a lot of people words. that overdo it. They're, they're just words. Like I've said before, yeah. I think the the s word shit. I find that to be funny, really funny. I don't yeah. know why it just is, and I've said that, and I defend that, and I said, you know, when you think about it, that word is not even as bad as some of the other ones. It's just words. Yeah, they, that's they true. They only have power if you give it to them. They're nothing. They mean nothing. None of the curse words really mean anything unless you give them that kind of yeah. thing behind it. That's all there is to it. Yeah, that, that is a good way of looking at it, I suppose. Um, well, I was going to ask you, I think you've already kind of answered it yourself, sort of, but I was going to ask you, did you ever get to each goal? Oh, yeah. Um, obviously, yeah. what you've already said, you have, but... Uh, I play that, I, I usually play it a little bit every day. That's how much I like it. Really? And, oh. I always end up in a different place, but sometimes, most of the time, without paying attention, I usually end up at ending E. I mean, uh, not E, uh, C, which I think is the resort. Or is that the one with the pyramids? I can't remember. Oh, I think, no, I think it's, uh, I think B is the one with the pyramids. But, um. I never memorize what letter sticks with what, but I usually sometimes end up with that one the most. I don't know why. It's like, I'm not thinking if I go left or right when you have to make the choice. I just kind of do whatever. Well, um, supposedly... I don't know if it's true, but supposedly taking the right-hand uh, road is a harder route. It is. Yeah. Left is easier, right is harder. Or it could be the other way around. Whatever way it is, I, again, I never really memorize this kind of thing, but one way is easier, the other way is harder. Yeah, it's true. So do you think you've ever completed every combination? Oh, I have. Go? Yeah. I know I have, yeah. yeah. Actually, uh, all while, not... Any time recently, it was a couple of years ago. I made a whole long list, and I basically to keep track, and I did them all. You know, I've been playing the game for a very long time, for years. You know, yeah. and it's one of my top favorite Genesis Mega Drive games. Even though it's a port, I realize that. But you know, I also like the PC Engine version. I like many different versions of it, the Game yeah. Gear system. But you know, overall, I played it so much there really isn't much I haven't seen in it. You know, yeah. I also played on the hardest difficulty hyper which you know if unless you go through it even one way like if you go for it one time on it's either super or the one after that you can unlock hyper or you just put the damn code in which i memorized by the way you hit a 11 times b eight times and c three times on the start menu there's two ways of doing that that's one way there's another way you can do it too or use a game genie obviously <laughs> or you know no you don't use any codes and just go through at least once on super cool so, what's your favourite piece of music out of that game? 
Most people say magical sound shower. Mine has to be step on beat. Ah. Which I some people might remember this, but I mentioned I actually record the music from my games, not all of them, only ones I really like, and make my kind of my own soundtracks and all that. Sometimes I put it on CD if I want to play it in a vehicle or something like that. But you know, okay. that was one of the first games I wanted to do it with. By the way, the Genesis Mega Drive version actually has—I can't remember if it's one or two—no, it's one song uh, extra that the arcade version didn't have. Didn't know that. I think it's Splash Wave. No, it's not Splash no, Wave. No, Splash Wave's in order, I think, isn't it? They're all great songs. Passing yeah. Breeze is a little boring at first, but once it gets going, it's nice. Yeah. I, I've gotten... I mean, I've wanted to really get into Outrun over the last uh, couple of years, but now that I've got into it, I'm absolutely obsessed with it, and I've got it in all different formats. Um, the one I've particularly been addicted to of late is on the PSP. It's uh, Outrun Coast to Coast. I had that. Well, I had... Coast to Coast on the PlayStation 2 first, but the yeah. Outrun on the PSP is like one of the last PSP games I had when I still had a PSP. It's, it's um, one thing I would say about it is, and as good as it is, and it's easier. Yeah, definitely. Uh, to be honest with you, I like the game. It's not a bad game, but I really don't like how they did the drifting stuff. I would have liked the game better if it didn't have that. And in effect, in, in a way, I think that's what makes it easier because you can drift around the corners. So it makes, it, 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 makes yeah. it less fun for me, to be honest, because I don't like drifting. Yeah. But it, it's it's not Outrun. To me, it's not Outrun. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't drift in Outrun. <laughs> That's all there is to it, you know. But whatever. There's other things in the Outrun series that are worse than that, you know. But, yeah. I remember um, one of your videos you were talking about drifting and how you didn't like it. I think it was um, yeah, it, it, it for speed game you were playing. I don't want to really get into that much anymore again, but it's just... <laughs> it's, it's just not, and it's just, I no, I, I really don't know how to say it again other than I have already said it before. I just don't no. like it. No, uh, I would I would be inclined to agree. I mean, I, there's a lot of racing games. Um, I think Gran Turismo PSP has got a specific drifting mode in it. That's a game I wanted to play. Well, uh, I think it was Gran Turismo, no, uh, Gran Turismo HD Concept, which I used to have. It was free. Is one of the first things you'd ever get on the PlayStation Network. And one of the two things you could do that was drifting. I didn't like drifting in that because it just didn't work within the engine. See, this is another reason I don't like drifting with video games, not the real-life stuff, is that I've played quite a few games that have it. Not that many really get the feeling good, Yeah, and it feels kind of weird. I still say to this day, which is kind of weird considering the game itself, and I, to be honest, even though I like it in this game, I kind of could still deal without it. I would have rather had some other kind of racing in it. But the first grid... The drifting in that works really well, probably because they fine-tuned it, but it also works well within the physics engine, you know, the control. It works perfectly good. Even if you suck at it, you can still do pretty good at it. And if you're good at it, or, you know, you've done enough like I have, you can really have fun with it and get some crazy chains going. When I used to play that on PlayStation 3 when I had that version on there, and now I have it on the computer, and playing online on that, I used to win all the damn time. I used to have massive score. Then me and three other people, we used to, uh, every now and then, a certain time of day, we used to get on, three of us would dominate in that mode. It was hilarious. <laughs> Excellent. So, I know these games are different, but I'll touch on them quickly. Uh, talking about Outrun, what did you make of Outrun games, for example, Turbo Outrun and Outrun 2019? I like, I have did a video, and I talked quite a bit about 2019. I like 2019. It's yeah. made by Sims. They did a pretty good job on it, although at the same time, the game itself, it's not much of an Outrun game, even though it plays like that. 
but it, it's just a fun racing game. And I think you said the other one was Turbo Outrun. Turbo Outrun so kind of dis- yeah. Turbo Outrun is kind of disappointing, to be honest. I like it, but it's still disappointing in some ways. I mean, I don't know how to explain it, really. It's kind of... I'm trying to think of the best way to explain it. It's not a bad game. It's just kind of average and underwhelming, I guess is what you could say. Right. It's a little awkward. I don't know. It's not bad, though. It's not the worst thing in the OutRun series. I like the idea of it. I like the idea of going kind of road trippy like from one yeah, to the You know what I said about it? And I actually have two videos about Turbo OutRun. One's the game itself showing it, and the other one's me talking about how I was able to play a PAL game. But anyway... Uh, mm-hmm. One of the things I always thought was hilarious that never was released in North America. It was released in Europe and Japan. Yeah. Or I think it was only Europe. I can't remember. Whatever it is, the whole damn game takes place across the frigging United States. Yeah, I know it's bizarre. Out in North America, and I I said that like three times in the video, and someone agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is weird. How uh, is that? I've got a theory on why that happened, and it's pro- probably well worth. I, well I came up with a couple ideas of my own, but even then. I still remember what those were. They don't make sense to me. I think it's just, it's one of those things that just didn't. My, my theory is um, they didn't release it in America because we're too embarrassed. Yeah, I can see that. I think that I said something similar on those lines, but I said back then, unlike now, they did have some of the same reasons for not releasing games in certain regions as they do now, but it was a little bit even different back then again, so... Who's to say? Uh, it doesn't matter because that was made before the region lockout, so you can get the PAL cartridge, which I had. Someone sent it to me. I think it was Cybersnake 7, and uh, I don't have any more. Unfortunately, I should have kept it, but whatever. I'm not getting into that. You could play it on a North American Genesis Mega Drive because that's made before the uh, region lockout stuff happened. Because um, the reason I think they're embarrassed is because when you look at all the different um, settings... Well, like just, that, compare, just compare that to our one. Yeah. They've got they've got all the settings wrong. They've got like um, they've got all the different kind of weather conditions. If you know what I mean, in, in the different states. You like, know what? The, it's more like Top Gear. It's more like the first Top Gear yeah, on Super yeah. Nintendo. Which, by the way, I I think that's one of the things they came up with. I think they tried to tangle with that, and they kind of realized, yeah, we're not as good as that game. Yeah. I love Top Gear, the first one, which is, unfortunately is not on the Genesis Mega Drive, but you know, that game is really good. Turbo Outrun, not as good as that. I think I've seen your gameplay of Top Gear. I've done yeah. shit. I've done a shit ton of games, man. Yeah. I've actually done a, a one video for each of the Top Gears: Top Gear One, Two, <laughs> and, and Three Thousand, or you could just call it Three. I don't think I've done a video on the Super Nintendo version of Top Gear Two, though. I did it on the Genesis Mega Drive version, but whatever. Unfortunately, it's not in any way related to the Top Gear TV show. <laughs> no, and I actually had to explain that to someone once. Yeah. Not, not when I was doing videos or anything or saying about it. says, no, this has nothing to do with Jeremy Clarkson or even old Top Gear. Which, yeah. see, now you got me started on Top Gear and I'm going to talk about that. I was going to ask you about that later on anyway. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it has nothing to do with it, although to, the old Top Gear, before it was reinvented in 2002, that was going on at the time. So I can see why some people might get them confused, but... They're not. They really are not. I actually looked into it myself because at one point I wasn't entirely sure, but no, they have absolutely nothing in common other than the name. Yeah. And I don't even know if the people who are responsible, the BBC or anyone else that's part of Top Gear even is aware of that game's existence back then or even now. So. Yeah. And just finishing up on Outrun, um, getting back to Outrun 2019, um, I think the music in that game was absolutely brilliant. Almost as good as the... Oh, you, oh wait! I just thought of something. Do you know the alternate name for that in Japan? 
No. Road Junkers. Road Junkers. Yeah. Basically, they're trying to tell you that this card, it could go, I think it's like 500 miles per hour, 600, and probably cost an arm and a leg. It's a piece of shit, essentially. Yeah. That's what I get from that name. But yeah, for some reason, they changed the name of it uh, from OutRun 2019. I don't know why, but whatever. The game itself, I do like it. You know, I do like OutRun 2019. It's fun. It's not, you know, the best racing game on the Genesis Mega Drive, but it is fun. It plays yeah. a little bit different than, like, uh, normal OutRun. You get to choose which part of the segment of the track you want to go on, because OutRun is actually a rally. Most people, I think, overlook this, but OutRun is technically a rally. I mean, it even says on the back of the Genesis Mega Drive box, it's OutRun Rally, but uh-huh. uh, the 2019 one is a little bit different. You actually get to choose where you want to go, but if you just do it in order, it's... Not there's not much really there to it really. It's fairly easy too. That's the other thing with it. Yeah, I mean even I can get to the end of the first couple of stages uh, oh, rounds. I yeah. can really <laughs> even when I'm talking. The only part I have a problem with is that see-through highway, mostly because I lose my concentration at that point. But you know, it's yeah. nah, it's not really that difficult a game. I actually did a full-on playthrough for Game Anyone. It's only on there, but you know, I just I, forgot to mention that. I might, I might revisit that. <laughs> I have a couple of things that are exclusive up on there, but, you know, it was worth it. No one else did it, so I love OutRun. Why not? And I reckon that surely with 2019 only being five years away, surely they're going to make a remake. I don't think so. I, there's a <laughs> lot of IPs that Sega doesn't want to touch for whatever reason. Yeah. As much as I'd probably like it, I don't really see Outrun in any form, shape, or way coming back anytime soon. Re-releasing a previous version on like the eShop for Nintendo or PlayStation Network or whatever or might also might be Steam, so on and so forth. They might do something like that, but I doubt they'll do anything like that. You know, I like Sega a lot, so I read a lot about Sega stuff and how they do things, and I don't see it happening anytime soon. If they did, I just want it to be good. That's all there is to it. Yeah, it would just seem a, a shame to see it to see it pass by. It's such an obvious. I mean, I was amazed when I found out there was a new Sega Rally, and that was in 2007. I have it sitting behind me. I got the computer version. Bought that five dollars brand new off of eBay, by the way. <laughs> it was cool, awesome. And that was before that. It was many years before there was a uh, Sega Rally. Before that, I think the one before that was actually on the Dreamcast. So that's how far back it went. Well, Great, by the way. A uh, game that I've seen That's actually the one I was going to swap, by the way. One of these games I was going to swap that out with Sega Rally 2. So there you go. There's your notable mention, Sega Rally 2. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, there's a couple, but Sega Rally 2 was up there. Uh, to this day, I still don't know really if I... Uh, I This kind of tied with me for the first one on the Saturn, which I really, really like, but that's getting into something else. Yeah, off topic. I don't think I've actually played them. I've, not, I've never had the systems that they came on, so... I think... Uh, well, come in... Well, and Sega, Saturn, it? Yeah. Sega Rally Revo, while well, not exactly like those, is arcadey just like them, so you can kind of get the feeling. Mm-hmm. Sega Rally Revo, which was also re-released as Sega Rally Online on PlayStation Network and Xbox Live, but they took that down recently. So you can get it used extremely cheap for the PlayStation 3 and uh, Xbox 60, or hell, do what I did. The computer version, by the way, doesn't really need a really strong computer, and it's got no DRM other than the part where you just have to have the CD in there while you're playing. No, no Star Force, no secure ROM, no stupid games for Windows Live, no Steam. Just install it, put the CD in, and go. Yeah, I don't like all that. <laughs> I love stuff. I played the crap out of that game, man. <laughs> I can't help it. I love Sega stuff. Cool. Yeah, that's the other thing you could say too about 
that's the other thing to say too about the videos I do. Most of the time, I primarily do Sega stuff. Sega, I haven't done many Neo Geo stuff in a while uh, lately, but that's the other thing I'm really big into. But you know, that's my thing is Sega. Yeah, because a lot of people um, do Nintendo. Um, yeah, that's one of the reasons I don't do it. That and yeah. Nintendo goes after every video anymore. But you know, yeah, I was. I've never. I've never grown up with a Nintendo. I've never had one. I, I did. It's just I don't feel the need to do many videos on it because everyone else does. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, eh. Now, if there's a, like a third-party game on a Nintendo system, that's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But there, like I said earlier, there's like a, um, it's an exaggeration, of course, but there's so damn many Super Mario World uh, videos, Super Mario Bros. 3 videos. You know, it goes on and on. <laughs> okay, well, we better move on to the next game. Yeah, uh, we probably could have created a whole show just on out, uh, just on outrun. Random <laughs> stuff, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and next one, uh, another great choice, uh, one I'm familiar with. Actually, it's... this is the one I can go on for about eight hours about. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> well, I've done so many videos on it. It's just I love the game. I've been playing the living crap out of it for so many years, kind of like outrun. Yeah, actually, longer than outrun. Uh, well, eh, about the same. But oh, shall, shall we tell them what it is then? Oh yeah. <laughs> Ultimate Doom. Yes, which is the first Doom. I yes. like Do- I like the whole Doom series overall in general, but that's the one I like the most. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big Doom fan myself, I have to admit. I've played it and, for many years. And even without mods, custom WADs, which are you know levels, total conversions, just mm-hmm. playing the game by itself as it originally is, that's enough for me. Even I do like playing all the custom stuff that's made, but if I didn't have any of that, I would be entertained by it forever. Yeah, I'm, I'm good at it too. So that's the other part of it too. Yeah, the one I've got, the one I've got for the PC, I think got my, it's got my Doom wall sitting up top here on the TV. I think it's either Ultimate Doom or Final Doom, but it's got, it's got three games. It's got Doom, Doom Two, and Ultimate Doom on it. But I think it's called Final Doom. The one I've got. Final Doom is yeah. a uh, compilation of two uh, officially uh, promoted. Uh, One's called TNT Evolution, and the other one's called Plutonium Experiment. That's what Final Doom is. See, the real thing you want to play, if you're good enough for it, that is, because it is brutal, and there's so many different levels in it. They're not all winners. Some are kind of crap, but most of them are really good. It's Master Levels for Doom 2. That's how you really find out who's good at the game. (laughs) Sometimes some of these levels, you got to go, no matter what difficulty you're on, especially if you're playing on uh, Ultra Violence or Nightmare, which is what I play on, it's not fun uh, any easier than that to me, but whatever. That's just because how good I am at it. But anyway, this <laughs> one level I remember, and I always have and always will, quite literally, as soon as you come out into this T-section, it's like an intersection on the road, and it goes four ways, behind you, in front of you, and the two sides. Each one has a mancubus. So good luck and have fun with that. Oh, and there's also the alternate version of the Cacodemon that spits out the lost souls, uh, the flying skull heads. Yeah. That's fun in itself, too. So you got to deal with all that, and while not trying to fall off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It took me a while, but I was able to do it. I remember um, getting a, a label designer, or award designer, on a cover disc on a magazine, and I spent hours and hours. I didn't create anything decent, but I enjoyed trying <laughs> That's what I pretty much play on my computer. Yeah. As far as computer games go, that's the what I put most of my time in still to this day. I never get tired of it. And more than any other game I could think of, this is one of the very, very few I could say that I will quite literally never get sick of it. And I haven't after all this time. Even playing the same levels and whatever, I never get tired of it. Because yeah. even then, 
for whatever reason, it seems like there's always a different outcome. Just because you go at it, like, I know it sounds, it's an older game and it doesn't really have the most advanced AI on the planet, but for whatever reason, it seems like no matter, if you do the same thing over and over, you're going to have a different result. Sometimes you you might actually get hurt a lot more than you thought you would. Sometimes you might not. It's kind of random that way. It's even funner once you start playing the custom wads and maps and total conversions. Yeah, there's there's some really creative people out there creating wait, Where as old as the game is, there are still mods and wads, multiple ones, very many, being made on a daily basis to this day. That's yeah. how you extend a game's life, by the way, game companies. Yes. It's um, a very influential game, I would say, Doom. A lot of... A lot of um, it's got some great music. It's just... I love the damn game. I don't yeah. know how to explain it. I love it. And if so long as I can play it, I'll be happy. If there's no way for me to play it anymore, I'm not going to be happy. I mean, even if I, quote-unquote, stop playing games someday, I technically won't because I'll still play that one game. And you know what? I'm not even that... I, there's quite a few first-person shooters I like, but first-person shooter is not even remotely near my top five favorite genres. But the game itself, all the things combined that make me like it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, would, I could relate to that. Anyway. And when I, when I explain that, it kind of surprises some people, especially when they find out, like, they ask me, like, just tell me a whole bunch of games you like, and within those, a lot of them are first-person shooters. And I mean specifically first-person shooters, not first-person perspective games, because there's a lot of those, too. Mm-hmm. But, uh... They're surprised by that, and especially they, sometimes they say, so first-person shooter is your favorite genre, one of your top favorite ones, and I say no. And they're kind of confused by that, but it's the truth. <laughs> yeah. You know? Doom first, um, first hit us in uh, 1993, so 21 years, 20, 21 years old this year. Mm. Amazing. It's, it's still, and as you say, it's still very... And I first still, played it in 1993, too. Did you have it pretty much straight away then? Uh, pretty much, yeah. I mean, uh, I just, I really, really wanted it, and I kept asking for it, and got it for me. This was before all the other stuff came out for it. It was just the original Doom, and I was playing on the computer we had. Uh, of course, I wasn't that good at it back then, and I didn't really understand much about it, but I had a lot of fun with it. Well, you you would have just been a kid back in those days. Oh, yeah. The thing that really sucks, and I've I've mentioned this every now and then randomly in some videos, but I had a bunch of old computer games that were together, and they all got destroyed by accident, and among those were my original Doom games, which so many years have gone by, and eventually I finally got them back again, thanks to Goodwill Hunter. Not all that long ago, he sent me uh, uh, the first three Doom games, so I have those again. Now, the only one I have left to re-get is Final Doom, which I'm probably going to do next month. I just want to get a few other things out of the way first. I think that's the one I've got. I need, you know, I need to. It's 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 gathering dust. I, I used to. I mean, I, I played it every day for years, and then all of a sudden I've not touched it for a long time. Final Doom is one of those ones I play when I don't feel like messing with the other stuff. Yeah. And if I feel like just like uh, I, you know, if I'm really like annoyed something happened today, I'll play Master Levels for Doom too because the frustration in that game equals my frustration. <laughs> Yeah. So, so, what do you think of um, Doom ports? What like Doom's coming out in other consoles? Is there any particularly good ones? Well, first of all, and I don't want to go any further than this because I'm I've said it for so many years, and no one's going to listen. They're never going to listen. First-person <laughs> shooters always have and always will work better on a computer because of keyboard and mouse. Now, if consoles yeah. let you use keyboard and mouse, that's different, but they don't let you, so they got to screw them, they got to change them. It's like uh, Doom 3 on the Xbox, the original Xbox. They even said they had to change shit because it wouldn't work otherwise. 
They had to actually change the shape and placement of stuff in the levels just to do that. Oh, and also to accommodate playing freaking co-op. Yeah, that's exactly what Doom was supposed to be. The only multiplayer you're supposed to have in Doom is a deathmatch and catch a skull yeah. tag and shit like that. Not co-op in the damn campaign, especially in Doom 3. <laughs> it's not like the old Dooms. They don't throw a whole shit ton of enemies at you. Come on. Very similar uh, to that. Um, games that are suited for PC is uh, Lemons. That that game has been in multiple multiple formats, but it's based on a on a computer or a, an Amiga. What game? Uh, Lemons. That's that's best played played with a mouse. Uh, um, oh, Lemmings. Lemmings, yeah. Oh, I thought that's what you said. I, I didn't. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, Lemmings. Oh no, yeah, Lemmings. That's one that you should only play with a damn mouse. But luckily, yeah. the uh, Super Nintendo version lets you use a mouse if you have the mouse. That is, of course. And the uh, camera puts on the Genesis Mega Drive or not? I think it is. Whatever. And you can use the Mega Mouse, which I actually have that. But you know, so you can do that there too. But yeah, I do know it was originally on the Amiga. I've told people that too, and some people don't believe me. But you know, whatever. No, it's on the Super Nintendo version. Like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> there's so many damn back then there's so many games that were originally on the Amiga and the better versions sometimes is on the Amiga that were ported to the Genesis Mega Drive and Super Nintendo you'd lose count there's so many of them Lotus Turbo game uh, Lotus 2 Prince of Persia uh, there's tons of them I, uh, I didn't even know that until recently Zool Z-O-O-L that was on the Amiga Oh yeah, yeah, I, I, I had that back in the day. Um, that was that was Amiga's attempt at kind of bring out a, a kind of Sonic or a Mario type character. I think. I don't know. That was the, I think I think they were wanting Zool to be like their mascot, but I don't think it actually. Uh, Zool was meant to take on like Mario and Sonic, but yes. let me tell you, personally, I've played a few versions of Zool, including the Jaguar version. It's okay game, but I don't like the way it plays. I, I'm just not that interested in it. I mean. Just looking at the game with all the like desserts and stuff, I feel like I'm gonna have a sugar attack or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Damn. It's like they're trying to subliminally make you eat stuff or something like that, give you diabetes. I don't know. It's this game is so sugary. Yeah, I get your point. It's all the chubba chub sponsorship and all that. I saw a speedrun on the Super Nintendo version, by the way, and the guy was talking as he was doing it. it. Was like a live one. It was one of their events on SDA, and the guy said the Super Nintendo version is pretty broken and there's kind of ridiculous tricks you could do in it and it was it was entertaining to watch I'll say that indeed um, yeah I love my Amiga I, I was talking to one of my guests a few weeks ago about um, Amiga and Doom and I'm, I'm only going on vague memories from back in the day but I seem to recall they tried to make Doom on the Amiga but it never worked out they were spo- they were trying yeah. to. It's yeah. just the thing was incapable of handling it. Basically, yeah. I think I think there's definitely. Um, well, that didn't stop them from putting it on the Super Nintendo and making a really horrible version of that, but they did anyway. Oh yeah, there's been there's been some really horrible versions of Doom. That's all I got to say about the Super Nintendo version of Doom. Yeah, it's kind of interesting that they did it, but it plays like shit, and I wouldn't want to play it. It's horrible. I mean, it's cool to have, but I wouldn't want to play it. I have heard. Although I'm only going on hearsay, but I have heard that the PlayStation version is reasonable. It's okay. That's all. The, the the computer version to this day still is and always will be the best version. The Jaguar version is the best port of the computer version. It's the best one to play, really. The PlayStation version is pretty good. They changed some things, which is, you know, as much as I like Doom, I'm kind of eh about it. But, you know, the PlayStation version is okay. It's yeah. not bad. It's, it's one of the better ports of it. It's definitely better than the Saturn version and so on and so forth. You know, 
Saturn yeah. Virgin's atrocious. <laughs> I see. It, it, it is. It really is. Yeah, but I don't know if I've seen that one, but I, I did see uh, Monkey Spurs um, do a gameplay of Doom on the Atari Jaguar uh, mm. a few months ago. I used to have it. I still wish I kept my Jaguar just for that one game. I could have had a standalone Doom player in case I can't play on the computer anymore. It pisses <laughs> me off. And all of a sudden, for no good reason, the Jaguar goes up in extreme price, even though there there is no all sudden demand for the thing. Not many people are interested in it now as they ever were, but for no good reason, the price went up on it. So, stupid stuff. I don't want to get into talk about that either, but if I can someday, I will get one. I don't care if I have to get it in parts. I'll get the console itself, then I'll get the game, then I'll get the controller, then I'll get the power bar. I don't care. I want one again, just for that one game. <laughs> I'm not kidding either. I am really not kidding. Well, if I ever won the lottery, I'll send you one over. Oh, uh, Doom, six, Doom 64 is pretty good. So, I could also do that too, even though it's not exactly, you know, it's not... Yeah, I like it, but not as much as original Doom. You know, get it N64, get Doom 64, and you have a standalone Doom player there too. Yeah, game is dark as hell. I actually have a uh, just to mention one last thing. I got this thing where basically they converted this Nintendo 64 version to play like a computer game, and I have that, and I play that every now and then on the computer. So I don't have to use the horrible N64 controller. It's genius. <laughs> no, I can, run it, I can run it at resolutions that N64 could only dream of. <laughs> Awesome. So you're not not a fan of the N64 controller then? Not really. Uh, there's this one really nice. I don't like. It just feels cheap, and it's that over the years the analog stick gets this chalk around it. And it doesn't respond right. The stick itself never felt good, even back when it was new. Eh. It's got nothing to do with the shape of it, way it looks. Like some people claim, it's just it wasn't a good controller. It just wasn't. Yeah, it was. It it's designed for the system itself. That's fine. I'm, I have no problem with that. Just the controller itself is not a very good controller. I've said before, it's the, probably the lo- one of the least good controllers Nintendo has made. But whatever. Um, it's, it's just what it is what it is. But, you know, there is this really nice third-party controller, which I can never remember the damn name of it. And that one's really, really good. There's some third-party N64 controllers, by the way, which are exact same as the official one in the same shape and all that and have the buttons in the same place, but the analog stick is actually good. Those are worth getting. I can't remember who makes them. They come in all the different colors, too. So, yeah. They're not much. They're only like $13, but they're so much better. Yeah, that's pretty reasonable, $13. That's what I usually see them for. U.S. dollars, that is, but, you know. Of course. <laughs> right. Move on to the next game. And this is a this is a interesting. So you need to educate me on this one. It's because it's a Neo Geo game, is it? Yeah, it's a fighting game. It's actually my favorite fighting game series. Samurai Samurai Sem- Showdown. Spirits Samurai Spirits. Showdown, yeah. or and in Japan it's called Spirits. That's why I put backslash. Ah, now my favorite one in the series is the first one, but the second one, pretty much overall, is the best one to play. So that's why I went with that one. And yes, it Showdown is supposed to be spelled for that game series S-H-O-D-O-W-N yeah I was wondering that because I was like oh has he missed a W <laughs> no that is the way it's supposed to be indeed <laughs> it's just a very fun game uh, you got weapons you can use you can actually lose them you have to get them back again uh, really, you got fatalities in it it's not the same kind of fatality as like in Mortal Kombat but it basically does the same kind of thing it doesn't say like finish him or anything like that um you know, it's just really cool. I love Japanese stuff like that, like samurais and all that kind of that culture and design and all that. And the games look really nice. It's got awesome music. It plays really good. It just looks really good. It's just an amazing game. 
That's all there is to it. It's really great. It's um, quite an old game. It actually came out before Doom. The same year, but different month. Well, you can't really compare them. It's not even the same old. Oh, no, I'm not comparing them. I'm just saying that. It's Geo hardware, and it goes on and on. It's on the the Neo Geo CD, and there's been. It's on the PlayStation 2, uh, Samurai Shodan mythology. There's plenty of ways to play it. I have. The MVS version behind me. I have several, I have the first one, the second one, the third one, and the fourth one. Really, the only one I'm missing, as far as the Neo Geo concerns, is I'm missing five and five special. Probably going to try and get five sometime. Five special. Not going to bother because it's so hard to come by. Yeah, and it's not cheap either. I could care less. I'll just go with normal five. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's came out in multiple formats. Um, here, it's even been out in the Game Gear. It's been on a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I have the gen- I have the first Samurai Shodown right next to me on the Genesis Mega Drive, which is a pretty good version. 3DO version is really good of it. The Sega CD version is really good. Yeah. I just thought of something, by the way. Is this live? Yes. Oh. Uh, I... Oh, I was <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> oh, well. Are we, did, you, did you have an idea? Bathroom break? No. Uh, uh, but go you back... Ha- you can have a break if you want. We can have a musical interlude. Yeah, well, I think it might be good to do that. i got to get something to drink, too. My uh, throat's starting to bother me. If you hang on for two seconds, I will find a suitable musical interlude. Yeah, uh, I, I guess we'll play the Retro Unlim tune. Why not? Sorry, everyone. No problem. We'll be right back. This is fun. I get to play with the studio, which I don't get to do very often. I think I still await the return of my guest, so I'll have a lot of mess about with the studio, which is something I should do more often anyway, folks. Let's have a listen to this. How well everybody's heard about the bird. The bird, bird, bird. The bird's the winner. Well, the bird, bird, bird. The bird is the winner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I hate that song. Oh, it wasn't even a good song back in 1963 when it came out. It, yeah, fit, it fit Full Metal Jacket, though. That was a good choice of song. I was just messed about. I was I was trying to find a retro on one song, and I couldn't uh, find it, and I played something else, anyway, and I found it. Uh, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, sorry about that. But uh, there's actually something else I want to go back to is Samurai yeah. Showdown. It's not specifically about two, even though it's what I have here. It's really about the first one, but uh, there's another thing about this I might as well mention because uh, maybe it's interesting, but I've explained this before. 
Samurai Shodown, the first one, is one of the first Neo Geo games I saw. I didn't know at the time. I just saw it next to the machine I was playing, and it caught my attention. Because it is a pretty, you know, fighting games are supposed to be like that. You know, they're supposed to be flashy and, you know, impressive and colors and all that stuff. Yeah. And I was looking at that, and it impressed me. And it's like, that right then and there, when I played that, and I decided to play it, that's when I started, like, Neo Geo. And the Neo Geo, eh, again, I don't mention it all the time, and I don't do videos all the time just because I don't and I can't, you know. But uh, it, the Neo Geo is my favorite system as far as game systems go, just overall. That's including, like, the MVS, which is in arcade. But AES and the MVS are the same thing. Uh, it's my favorite game system. So well, that's that's. Um, I'm glad you've answered that one. You said I was actually going to ask you that question at some point, so you've answered it already. So your favorite system is Neo Geo. Yeah. Oh, I have a 22 minute long uh, video. Well, it's not really a video. It's just me talking. <laughs> uh, it's got a still picture of the AES, but it's me. Uh, that's the best thing I can say to, for me to explain why I like it as much as I do. I explain all of it in that video. But, yes. uh, yeah, I really do like it, and, you know, there's that. Genesis Meg Drive is up there, too, you know, yeah. which is, many people consider, it, it's not, obviously, it's kind of a little exaggerated, but the baby Neo Geo, some call it, <laughs> which, in many ways, if you think about it and look at it, it kind of is, in some ways. It's got some really good ports of SNK games, Fight the Car, on there, like uh, King of the Monsters 2, that's a really good one. Again, uh, Samurai Showdown, not as good as the Neo Geo version, of course, or the Neo Geo CD one, or Oops. whatever. Or playing it on MAME, but you get what I mean. Mm. Again, uh, folks, um, check out Kit171 on YouTube. Just search for Kit171. Yeah. Um, you'll find all his stuff. He's got tons and tons of... Yeah. I have quite a lot of videos. Yeah. I noticed when I was looking through earlier on as well that um, you did a couple of podcasts. Uh, yeah, I have my own thing. Well, I had a one name for it, and I, not long ago I decided to rename it, and I also restructured the format of it. But, uh, yeah, I do that infrequently. That's mainly, again, because, like I said, however long ago it was when I mentioned that during this, as I said, I really don't have any ideas to do stuff much anymore. So uh, I can't really, you know, i already done it, so why would I do it again, you know, unless I remake something? So that's why it's kind of infrequent. I don't know. Right. I was actually thinking about doing something recently as, like, starting some kind of new series and trying it out, but I didn't do it because I didn't think, I didn't know how it would, the response would be to it, bad or whatever, was I was going to say is like, I'll do this thing once a week where one day I'll ask for topics you want me to talk about, you know, whether it's current stuff or old stuff or whatever, and I'll do about five of them. I'll do one a day. So then I might go back to being like two videos a day. One will be my usual show of game stuff, and then I'll do that. And instead of me always picking what it is, because, you know, I pick what I pick, but it, someone might be able to think of something even better than what I could, you know what I mean? That's what my idea was. So, you know, they would say, like, what is it you would like me to talk about? Give me the ideas, and I'll do one a day during the week and, you know, do that. But I didn't do it for whatever reason. Maybe worth doing it at some point, because I, I think yeah, it's But like I said, I was kind of worried about how it would be received as me doing it. it. To be honest, you know, what it was, it was me worried that it would be seen as I'm not so much lazy, but I'm, like, I can't do. I can't think of anything. So you give me whatever it is. But I, I don't think of it that way. But then again, that doesn't mean everyone. No one. Just because I think of it that way doesn't mean everyone would. If I, yeah, if I was looking at looking at that, um, even even if I didn't know you and didn't know your channel, and I seen something like that come up. I mean, I, yeah, I when I did it, I would I was going to explain it yeah. as best as I could and be completely honest about it, like I always am, and be upfront about it why I'm doing this. But 
at the same time, I was kind of worried about it, so I didn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't think oh, this guy's being lazy or this and that. I would think yeah, that's actually quite a good idea. It's quite interactive because yeah. I think I think that's why I wanted to do it, but I still don't know. I'm. Just, I got to think about it still. Yeah, de- definitely give it some thought because I, th- I think interacting with your audience is a good. That was about four weeks ago. I, I, that's how long. It, that's how much I'm trying to think about it. This is four weeks now. I'm going on yeah. that, and I'm trying to come up with what I name I'd call it. But I could care less about that right now. But whatever. I don't know. Uh, you want to move on to the next game? Yes, I do. Yes, unless you get anything to see on that game, uh, which is cool. Right. I was looking at um, something else. Ah, the next game is an RPG, a very famous RPG series. I'm big in RPGs too. It's my second favorite <laughs> genre. So it was hard for me to choose this too. I was talking about RPGs on uh, Chris Ashant's podcast uh, last night. But anyway, uh, one, the game is Final Fantasy IV. Four. Four. Four, yeah. I always struggle with Roman numerals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, most people claim their favorite is six. I like six, too. Let's let's just get this out of the way. Uh, Final Fantasy, for me, I like them nine and below. I don't really like eight that much, but I don't hate it. Uh, that's what I like with Final Fantasy. Really, I ideally, I like it before seven. That's just me. But uh, I'm not going to get into all that. But anyway, um, I did kind of like 12 a little bit. And people who are just like me have the same thing. We don't really know why, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> I have the Final Fantasy curse, as it's called. You're, when you get into the series, you're kind of doomed to want to play the entire series, even if you don't want to. It's one of those things, which is why I'm kind of pissed right now. I don't have a PlayStation 4, so when Final Fantasy 15 comes out, which finally, after all these years, versus 13, you know, they changed the name, is finally coming out. I can't play it. Whatever. Anyway. Final Fantasy IV. Uh, this is my favorite one, mainly because, well, it is a good game. I do like six. Don't get me wrong. Pretty much everyone says that's the best one. Mm-hmm. I, I I do like the game a lot. I really do like Final Fantasy VI a lot. I do. Four is my personal favorite. A lot of times it's actually kind of tied for me, to be honest. I mean, I also like Chrono Trigger. I like a lot of RPGs. Like I said, it's my second favorite genre. Whatever. Final Fantasy IV, the reason I like it a lot, as much as I do, is I like the characters. I like the story. I like the setting, like the uh, by setting I mean like the place where you know the uh, the 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 world where it takes place. Yeah. I like that. Just overall, all those things combined. Again, I like the same thing with those in other Final Fantasy games and other RPGs, but it's just this one. I think again, assuming like I was thinking in my head, like if I was stuck on this place and I only have like one RPG I could play, which one would it be that I could play over and over and it wouldn't annoy me? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And this one, and you know, to this day, I still enjoy it a lot. This is the one, by the way, I was going to swap out with a different game, which is Final, uh, Fantasy Star 4. I love that. That's actually my favorite RPG. Fantasy Star... Fantasy... Star 4. Star 4? Yeah, on the Genesis Mega Drive, Fantasy Star 4, End of a Millennium, which is its subtitle. But you might be uh, surprised that I didn't go with my favorite RPG. Just because it's my favorite RPG doesn't mean it's the one that I could stand playing, you know, Absolutely. endlessly over and over. It's kind of hard to explain. Because then you might say, well, how could it be your favorite if it's not one you could do that? It's yeah, hard. But, I'm but, different. Yeah, <laughs> picking eight games to take on a Desert Island game, yeah. uh, Desert Island doesn't necessarily mean it's your favorite eight And you games. see, I'm like this. Then I was getting in my head when you first told me about it. I was like, then I was yeah. thinking, like, wait, how am I supposed to power this shit? How am I supposed to, uh, like, i got to have some kind of TV or monitor? Oh, Sand is very damaging. See, this, no, this is how I am. Sand is very damaging to electronics. I gotta protect it from the sun because you're not supposed to have the shit in the sun as cartridges. Some of these games, that's gonna be a bitch and a half to keep clean. Yeah. Oh boy, yeah, it goes on and on in there. And hell, I, one of these is a computer. Actually, a few of these are computer games. It's like how to. That's even harder to keep going. 
yeah, whatever. <laughs> I try try not to overthink the, the small details. I, I know, but I'm just I'm just saying. <laughs> like when you first told me about this, yeah. this is how this is how I am. You ever hear that thing? Like usually it's associated with like uh, police officers and all. They have this thing where they. You ever see Hot Fuzz? I know it's a comedy, but yes, I've seen it, yeah. that part when they're in the bar and uh, he says he's got that problem where he can't turn off. You know, like he can't shut off. Yeah. That's what I have. It's kind of the same way. That's why I was thinking all those things. I'm just well, saying. But it's only natural. <laughs> Believe me, you're not the first person to say, <laughs> to say, oh, how am I powering these up and blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. it's, it's just a... It's, it's, it's small details. Yeah. If, I, if I think about these details, it'll drive me mad. It's just eight games you yeah. take. <laughs> oh, I try I try not to do that, but sometimes it does. But, you know, yeah. after about five minutes, I was able to. Well, I just realized, <laughs> I just want to say, it's like, that's what it was like when I was thinking, when I got the Final Fantasy IV, I was yeah. doing I was like, wait a minute, this is kind of odd. Oh, well. You know. But, yeah, Final Fantasy IV, it is a very, very good game. I... Pretty much, I don't have any complaints with it, mostly, you know. There's a few points in it, though, where I will say that the char- certain characters act kind of, you know, dopey, or, but kind of dumb, but mm-hmm. eh, it doesn't bother me overall. I really like Cecil. A lot of people, some people I've seen have problems with Cecil, which is the character he plays, the main one, but I like him a lot. As far as, uh, and here's another part of it, as far as his Final Fantasy protagonists go from the first, which really, there's not much of them. You make them yourself and you name them. But uh, as overall in the series, Cecil's probably one of my more favorite ones. Oh, and there's another reason I like Final Fantasy IV a lot. It has my favorite incarnation of Sid, Sid Highwin, who's pretty much appeared in every damn Final Fantasy, but he's always different. And he also appears in some games that aren't Final Fantasy games, like he's uh, the shopkeeper in Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2. But uh, my favorite version of Sid is in Final Fantasy IV. I just like the way he looks and all that. Yeah. I don't know, whatever. So it's 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 weird uh, the the names yes yeah, Cecil you say it Cecil is that the, the protagonist yeah. you're talking about we we would um, I don't know the, the correct way of pronouncing that but we would say we we would say Cecil <laughs> I've heard I've heard yeah. that name yeah uh, usually associated with it like I've come across some real people with that name depending on where you are of course in your accent and whatever language you know course, yeah you say it different I've heard it pronounced Cecil and Cecil yes I do Cecil. Because someone I used to watch a long, 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 long time ago, before on here, by the way, it was a game thing. Uh, I saw him do a video on it, and I heard him how he said it, and I kind of liked that. It just kind of like subliminally stuck in my head saying it like that. So to this day, I pronounce that name Cecil. Yeah. That's usually the common way I hear it, too. Yeah, it's good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, this I'm not good with names. I'll tell you right now, I am not good with names, so I'm just saying. <laughs> Uh, it depends. Um, I've had a lot of practice with um, a great range of names uh, in my line of work. I used to work in a, a call centre. Well, <laughs> well, forget about like real people, real yeah. people names. It's even worse in games because you get some really wild names. Yeah. So this um, this came out for SNES, PlayStation, Game Boy Advance, and a couple of. I might as well mention this. I don't know. Maybe it's worth mentioning. Mm -hmm. My favorite version, of course, which is also the one I had it on and I got it, was the Super Nintendo version. Cool. Yeah. I have played one other version of it. Uh, I used to have the DS version, which, by the way, just to mention it, I didn't have as big of a problem with it as some other people did. I didn't mind the 3D aspect of it. It's okay. You know, eh, the DS really is, its function really isn't, 
you know, 3D in the way like the 3DS is. I'm not talking about the pop-up book effect. I'm talking about like 3D model characters and environments. That's what I mean by 3D. But uh, it does it pretty good. It looks pretty decent, better than some DS games I've seen that do 3D. Uh, but, you know, the game itself is still Final Fantasy IV. You know, you know how to play it. You play it on the Super Nintendo. You can play the DS version. DS version is pretty good. I like it. It's also it, it, probably easier to get a hold of unless, you know, not everyone wants to go out and get the old systems and stuff like that. Mm. But, you know, you can play DS games on a free DS, so it's, most people probably would end up, you know, getting Final Fantasy IV for the DS. They did change some things in it, and those things I don't really mind either. And it is at the same time, because I play that game a lot for a long time. Again, yeah. it was one of those ones, and yeah. I'm very familiar with it. I like it a lot. And even seeing this updated version on the DS and it's in 3D, it's pretty cool to see some of these environments in uh, in 3D. You know? Absolutely, yeah. That's the way I see it. Mm. I didn't despise it like some did. I mean, overall, majority, it was received very well. But there was a certain few that didn't really care for what they did with it, but I'm fine with it. I love that game, and yet I'm fine with it. (laughs) Play the same. I had to play it. I could play it exactly the same way as I did for You you like what you like. That's that's the beauty of it. Now, now I'll say this. There is sometimes when they do that with games, I don't like it. But that was one of the ones I didn't mind. Yeah. Yeah. That was also uh, a easier way to get a hold of it. Play it on the damn DS and take it with you. Of course. There you go. In fact, hell, that's probably the best thing you can say about it overall in general. I never got to play the Game Boy Advance version. I think it's on that. I can't remember. It is, it is indeed. The Game yeah. Boy Advance I wanted to play that just to see how similar it is to the Super Nintendo version because I've said this myself and others have too. The Game Boy Advance pretty much for all intents and purposes is nothing more than a portable Super Nintendo in many ways. Slightly different. I think it's either slightly weaker or slightly stronger, but it's pretty much like a Super Nintendo. Um, Considering the games on it, it kind of is like a Super Nintendo. Yeah. It's got some amazing games on it. I love the Game Boy Advance, but whatever. I've never been a massive Nintendo fan, as I've said. Well, I, I before, really but... like... All right, you might as well mention this yeah. since you just mentioned it. Yeah. I like Nintendo a lot, which I'm pretty sure people can figure that out. <laughs> and, you know, but they're not my all, you know, like my number one be-all, end-all favorite game company. Yeah. They're not. They're up there. Don't get me wrong. They are up there. I don't want it to be confused. They are up there. But they are not my number one favorite game company, you know. Yeah. Now some might think it's Sega. Could be, could not be. No, you've already uh, said, haven't you? It's Neo Geo. No, that's SNK. Ah. But uh, I like that SNK is in my top three. Sega is in my top three. Uh, so what actual order is, I'll leave that to be guessed. <laughs> I do fancy picking up a Game Boy Advance, even though I'm not a big Nintendo fan. I've but I'll say fan. this. My favorite game developer is id. Which, by the way, drives me really drives me up a wall how so many can't get it right. The ones who make Doom, Quake, and all that, and Wolfenstein, yeah, people it's, pronounced, it's pronounced id. In people lower say, yeah. yeah, people say id, don't they? It's not right. There's yeah. no, it's, not in the, it's not an acronym. There's no periods in between those letters. It's id, after Sigmund Freud's id, the thing in the brain. Right. It's also, or id, or id software. Right, well, I could probably put a bracket of people that said that, so now that I know, I will not say it like that no more. Right. <laughs> um, this this also came out for, um, now tell me if you've heard of these systems. It came out in a Japanese system in 2002 called Wonderswan Color. I know that, yeah, I've never used the Wonder Salon, but I've seen it a few times. I had a chance to get one not all that long ago. I just, I don't, I'm not interested in it. 
Well, I know about the Wonders one. Yep. Yeah, I remember hearing about Final Fantasy IV coming out for it, and I, I've actually seen a video on it, and I've seen some pictures of it. All i got to say about it is, uh, for what I know about the Wonders one and all that, it's they did a fairly good job with it, is all I'll say. I, I, I would never, ever prefer that version over some of the other ones, but, you know, that's just me. And also, more recently in 2009, um, I don't know if I'm saying this right, it's either FOMA or FOMA, uh, 903i. It came out for that system as well, whatever that is. I didn't hear what you said clear enough, so I don't uh, know. FOMA, FOMA, so that's uh, F-O-M-A, that's the name of a system it came out for in 2009. I'm going to be honest, it sounds like something that's just like the Gizmondo. <laughs> and it's going to have the same fate as the Gizmondo. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, again, not something I would ever waste my time on. I'll I'll pay the money and play it on the play, uh, on the Super Nintendo, or hell, I'll just play on an emulator before I do that. <laughs> At least I know what that is. Also, uh, the Nintendo DS version, um, the Nintendo DS remake was released for iOS as well. That's even worse, playing yeah. something. Doesn't have real buttons. Oh, talk about <laughs> taking a game I love and ruining it. Yeah. Uh, I think it's by just... the way, if I get a 3DS again, which I keep mentioning every now and on and off, I do. One of the first things I would get for it, you know, I get usually get things like that to play the games itself, like get a 3DS to play 3DS games. Pretty much, there's like a like five DS games I really, really want to get that I used to have. Final Fantasy IV is one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Again, like I said, I I. I my favorite version is the Super Nintendo one, but I re- I do like the DS version. Okay, so we should move on to the next game. Yeah. <laughs> another first-person shooter. Yeah, another first-person shooter. I was going to see. Different reasons than uh, Ultimate Doom. Although, yet again, it is another id game. It is another id software game indeed. And which, it's... by the way, if you want to play this, you can play it for free in a browser, which is called Quake Live. Same game. Just saying. Uh, Quake oh. 3 Arena. Yes. Computer version, obviously. Although the Dreamcast version is nice. I've played it before. It's okay. I like it. But no way would I ever prefer it over the computer version. However, you can use the Dreamcast keyboard, but I don't remember if there was a mouse for the... Yeah, there was a mouse for the Dreamcast, but no. I don't know. I've only ever played it with the uh, Dreamcast controller, which it does work fine on that. It's just, no. I'll prefer to play it on the computer, which I do. It's just... It's my favorite multiplayer uh, shooter first-person shooter. It's so much fun. People still play it to this day. I play it. I'm actually pretty good in it. It's just a hell of a lot of fun. It's the way I wish first-person shooters... It's back when I used to like first-person shooters, basically. It's the easiest way to put it. Since then, they've gotten slower, crappier, boring, less skill-based. I don't want to get into it. I've already talked about it before. It's just... I don't like talking about this, but yeah, I, I love the game. I actually made a video on that long. I actually made a video. Was it last month? And it was me talking about Quake Three Arena. But uh, it's a very good game. Very good. Very fast paced. Very very skill based, which is why I like it. And I do the living crap out of it. And apparently, I'm not the only one because people still play it in droves today. Not just the Quake Live version, by the way. Quake Three Arena, this old one, yeah. which came out in 1999. So, that, yeah, six years after Doom. By the same company, obviously. It yeah. yeah. So genius! You can get it on Steam, by the way, people. Could you? Yeah. Could you? Can you upgrade it to Steam or? I use my disc version. I just use my version. It's not to use Steam, but yeah, it's genius. 
I, uh, that's one of the ones, by the way, I had to replace. It's one of the ones that got destroyed way back when. Found it by chance. The only game I have ever found in any Goodwill I have ever been in my life. Found it upside down with all the music CDs. <laughs> uh, it was upside down, but I could read upside down, so that's how I knew it. I was like, wait, what the hell is this? Quake 3 <laughs> Arena. 99 cents. Sold. Cents. Sold. Bargain. Bargain. Yeah. It's just like, I, I, I've been meaning to replace those games that were destroyed, and I still remember what those all those are. Luckily, it's useful to remember that. And that was one. And I just so happened to come across it when I was looking for VCRs in there. And boom, it's like, yeah, hell yeah, 99 cents. I'd pay more than that for that game because it's worth it. It's just like, no, I'll take it for 99 cents. Hell yeah. Of course. Well, okay, with tax, it went a little bit higher, but I consider it a 99 cent buy. Whatever. Yeah. The first game I ever played online is similar to this, but obviously probably not as good. But um, Unreal Tournament, I remember playing that. The, the original Unreal Tournament? Oh, yes. I, I love yeah. that game. The original Unreal Tournament's amazing. Yeah. Get that That's, too. Um, also on GOG. I recommend it better on GOG because you actually get some free bonuses. Whatever. I'm not promoting stuff like this. But anyway, uh, I just figured I'd say that in case, you know, because every now and then I see people in the comments like, where can you get that game? Anyway, th- that's not the first online game I ever played was Quake Free Arena. It's the first one I put a shit ton of time into, but uh, not the first one I ever played online. Now, the first one I ever played online is actually a game we're going to come to fairly soon. We'll keep it We'll keep it until we get to it then. Yeah. And <laughs> it's, again, it's another one of those ones that was it's computer only, although there is a port of it on the PlayStation, but it's one of those ones not that many people, since I've been doing videos on here, are that familiar with. Yeah. yeah. I come from a... Let's just get this out of the way. I come from a tandem computer or if some people like to call it PC, computer and arcade background, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was playing consoles all the time, but technically I started, you know, I've mostly, when I started playing on stuff on computer and the arcade, which is, explains why I like the kind of stuff I like, you know. Just yeah. figure I'd mention that. Yeah, I was probably the same up until a point. I, I stopped playing PC games around about... I've been trying to stop, and I kind of have for the most part. I don't really play that much current stuff anymore, but every now and then there's something I wanted to, but I mostly play the old stuff, you know, DOS box. Stuff I remember, you know, this kind of stuff yeah. I think that I remember. But uh, I've got a great love and great um, nostalgia for um, DOS games, certainly. Which is yeah. what makes me so happy, again, let's, yeah, as an example with Quake 3 Arena, that I can still run that. I mean, I, I got to go through a few hoops to get it to work, but, uh, you know, I can still play it. Like uh, Star Trek uh, Elite Force, kind of a pain in the ass to get it to work, but I can. And it's worth it. That's why I love DOSBox and MAME. MAME for arcade stuff, obviously, but DOSBox, a little wonky to work sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't really work all that well with certain games, but the, what, how it does work and what it can work with, I love that. Whoever came up with that and made that shit. Oh, I, yeah. I cannot appreciate it enough. We thank you. We salute you. And it's amazing. And, and considering how well it works. And it's, it's also got a, a built-in um, capture in it as well. Mm, uh, I, I, it's, it's too ridiculous to use. I'll flat out tell you that right now. I actually spent a long time trying to use the recorders I have to try and record it. And now, I luckily, I have a way I can record DOS. I don't do it all the time because, again, it's not really something that most are interested in. So... Yeah. yeah, every now and then I do something. But if it wasn't for DOSBox, there's a lot of stuff I couldn't play anymore. Yeah, yeah. I, I played them. Um, and I want to, yeah. I couldn't play uh, another game, by the way. I could have put on this list, but I didn't. My favorite Ultima game, which I really like that series. And by the way, I'm so glad there's a new Ultima game that's going to come out. 
sometime soon. It's called Shroud of the Avatar. Mm-hmm. Um, Ultima 7 Black Gate, which is my favorite Ultima game. I couldn't play that anymore if I didn't have DOSBox because Windows XP is the last one that had MS-DOS in it. I might actually think about, at some point, if I get money, buying an old PC or an old uh, laptop yeah. and... And uh, so you can just... You know what? Yeah. I, I would probably do that too. I'm just worried about getting screwed and getting one and I don't know what the damn password is and I can't get into it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I would like to do? And I know this is going to sound kind of funny, but I would love to have an old Apple computer. Like uh, the one I want, I'm thinking of specifically, you know the ones that had, uh, it was like in the mid to late 90s that came in all those weird colors? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like that one. That's the one that's as old as I would go. Or actually, no. Uh, well, yeah, that's as old as I would go. But you know, whatever. I the problem with Apple is I I would like to have my own Apple computers. They're just always too expensive. But you know, whatever. Yeah. In fact, the next computer I want to get is probably going to be an Apple because I'm kind of done with Windows. But you know, whatever. That's something else entirely. Off topic. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a bit worried. That, um, I'm looking at I'm looking at my Skype at the moment, and it says I think it's still working, but it's saying it's not responding. But we're still working, so. Yeah, but if I I've got that too, I don't pay attention to it. Yeah, I'm just going to pretend I don't see it, and hopefully it'll turn out all right. Um, we better move on to the next game, but yep, yeah, Quake 3 again, absolutely, uh, Quake 3 Arena, absolutely brilliant choice. If you like things like Unreal Tournament and stuff like that, yeah. that's pretty much the same. Yeah. I had a lot of fun playing Unreal Tournament online, first game I ever played online, Um I, yeah, I put a lot of time in the original Honor Tournament, Honor Tournament 2004, which actually got right over here next to me. Honor Tournament 3, while people's, real people still played it, you know, I love Honor Tournament, which is why I wish a new one would come out. But if they do, again, I want it to play the right way. Yeah. I want it to be like Honor Tournament should be. But whatever, that's something else. Anyway, well, I, I remember... First person shooter. And I, and I remember playing it, and I was only on a dial-up modem at the time, and uh, my friend that was playing against it, uh, he... Broadband is one of the first people I knew that had got broadband. Where I, um, was, I, where I was at the time, I was one of the first to get broadband. But he totally kicked my ass because he had a faster connection, obviously. Well, that's what it was all about yeah. back then. You know? yeah. But you just put the filters in so you could filter that kind of stuff out. <laughs> okay, we'll move on to the next one. I skipped over DSL, actually, by the way. I went from modem, which I didn't have all that long, to uh, broadband, and I've had it ever since. Yeah, I think I must. Fiber can I want to get optic fiber, but that's you know whatever. Yeah, I've got that over here. Off topic. Yeah. Off topic. Oh, we always go off topic. Don't worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> I do it all the time, and when I do this kind of stuff or whatever. Oh yeah, I mean previous episodes have been off on a tangent talking about um, football, soccer, um, music. I just like you know when it's that kind of stuff, I don't know what to think because I'm not into it. Music, yeah, I can, but you know. Yeah. Might talk a little bit music over the time, but the next game is um, System Shock Two. Yes, I love this game. I love, I love it to death. Pretty much anything you've ever heard about it. Yes, it's true. It is an amazing game, and uh, Bioshock is the. I hate this term, but I might as well use it since that's what they always use for it. The spiritual successor. I like Bioshock, the first one, really. Uh, I get a little bit of the vibes from System Shock Two, but. No, it just it cannot touch System Shock 2. It does not have the creepy factor of System Shock 2. That, and it's not in space, so I kind of like that too, you know? System Shock 2 is one of those games, again, that I could play over and over and over and over and over to the end of time, and I'll never get bored of it. By the way, that's also another game that uh, got broken and I had to replace. Luckily, GOG finally got it. I was waiting for a long time for GOG to get a hold of it. They finally did. 
So. Great game. I recommend getting it from GOG because uh, they put the effort in making their games work on modern operating systems, and it works on everything you know up to Windows 8. So uh, it's kind of difficult to get System Shock 2 to work. I've been reading, so I'm kind of glad I got it that way. Anyway, that's my recommendation to get it from GOG. Uh, Steam has it, too. But anyway, you get bonuses with GOG. Anyway, uh, System Shock 2, besides all the other stuff I've already said and things you've more than likely everyone's ever heard about it, uh, other reasons I like it and chose it. Um, you have a lot of freedom to do what you want. You know, you can choose different skills and stuff like that and classes and do all that kind of stuff. While it's not exactly what you would call an open-world game, you do have a decent amount of free reign in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, that's what I like about it. I mean, I like open-world games, but sometimes I don't like having such free reign. It's not that I get bored. I don't know what to do. Some people I've heard the problem is, like, it's so open. You can do whatever the hell you want. You don't know what to do. I haven't. It's not really for me, but every now and then it gets a slight like that, and I get a little confused. Like it's more, I don't know which thing to do. So I yeah. like a little bit of a structure. Yeah, so get your point. Yeah. yeah, but I do like. It's not so much like the illusion of an open world or a freedom. It's you get a bigger area to do stuff in. Is what I like about it. You know. Yeah. That and the setting of the whole thing. I love the whole story. I love the whole. I like everything about the game. I don't have a single complaint with System Shock 2. It, it's strange, this one, because... And um, it's a game that does not need to be remade. I've heard so many people say that, and they said they do not want to be remade. And Total Biscuit, again, bringing him up, he's uh, he also said it too, and he put it, worded it perfectly. It's one of those games that does not need to be remade. And if you did it, it would lose something in it. Well, oh, by the way, Ken Levine, who everyone knows these days for uh, Bioshock and all that, yeah. even he's a reference talking about is like, no, we have no intention of doing that, which I'm glad because I'm not. I'm one of those kind of people where I don't get that uptight about it when that kind of stuff happens. But there's certain ones, certain movies, certain yeah, like stuff like this. I do kind of get it because again, it comes back to that is like something will be lost in it. You're not going to recreate it, right? It's just not going to happen, you know. It's not going to have the same impact it did when it came out, which I got that brand new when it came out. Mm-hmm. And I get, because I did have the first System Shock. I like it. I do like the first System Shock, but nowhere near as the first, uh, the second one. And, uh, you know, I got it brand new, and I just, like, as I was reading about it, I was like, I have to have this, because this looks like everything I like about the first one, only better, which it was. That's pretty much what it is. It's like, if you like the first one, you're going to like the second one way more. Yeah, a lot of us guys in Europe might not be so familiar with this game. I mean, okay. It came out over there, didn't it? I think it did. Well, I, I'm, 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 I have to confess, I'm only going with Wikipedia. I, I can find out right now. But apparently, it only came out in North America um, for Windows. And oh, Windows. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it's only on the computer. It's not on it. Well, account. it came out apparently worldwide on OS X and Linux. And uh, it was supposed. To, all right, here you go. It was. To, I remember this. Yeah. It was supposed to come out on the Dreamcast, but it was canceled. It. I. It did come out on. No, very. Actually, in 2013, it finally came out for Apple. You know, Macintosh. Yeah. Which there's a lot of people playing computer games on Macintosh. Not really. Anyway, uh, System Shock 2, which is not a. It's not a very easy game either. You got to know what you're doing in it. Yeah. Um. No, it says here it did come out in Europe in 1999. Now, when in 1999? I don't know. In the United States, North America came out uh, July 31st, 1999. So, I don't know. And then uh, re-released again in 2013, but yeah. And apparently also came out in Australia, but 
according to this, which is very the thing I always use a lot when I know this kind of stuff, it says it did come out in Europe. Right. Well, this is a problem when you rely on Wikipedia. That's what I'm using. And it... Well, that's that's the wor- That's one of the worst sites you could ever use. <laughs> I'm not getting into it, but that's why I despise that site and I refuse to use it. And that's why if anyone ever tries to get me to use a link, they say, here, look at this. I won't. I will not use that site, and I don't use that site. I never will. I it didn't take me long to figure out exactly how that site is. Just saying. Uh, well, when you're relying on a site being updated by the general public, then, yeah, that says a lot, doesn't it? And yeah. you just said, and I'm glad you said that because you just saved me from saying it myself. That's why I don't like it. Yeah. I mean, there's other sites that do that too, and I do use those, but it's not as bad as that one is. All right, I'll yeah. just say it. That's flat out. I use game sites for game information. Yeah. Game flights. I should check that one out. I really want to use it for reference, but I don't always believe what I see. I use it for nothing because yeah. I know better. And that's also why teachers don't like or allow students to use it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm the host. I'm the host. Host of the hostess. But I don't host the show. I'm, I'm, I would have to say I'm not the most knowledgeable person on games. Um, well, I know yeah. a lot, but there's, you know, I only know so much, you know. Well, it might seem I know a lot is like I look stuff up still, you know what I mean? There is still a lot I have committed to memory, but it's yeah. only with certain systems and certain series and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. Ones I'm really into, which is what you'd expect, like, say, System Shock yeah. 2, stuff like that, you know, Doom series. You you only know what you know, and, like, I was on... Um I was on Chris Shank's uh, show a few weeks ago. I was on it last night as well, but I was on it a few weeks ago, and we were talking about point-and-click adventures. And I was big I, I knew lots. Of, I, I I could talk to the sun goes down, whatever that thing is, about point-and-click adventures because uh, I know a lot about point-and-click adventures. But when it comes to role-playing games, nope. <laughs> Let's see. I'm curious now that you mentioned that. Let's see if you ever played my favorite one. Do you ever play? Well, there's other ones I like, but this is probably my number one favorite one. And it's a shame most people don't know about this, but you can get it for free, by the way, when you join GOG. You don't have to pay for it. You just make an account there, you get a bunch of free games. This is one of them. Um, Beneath the Steel Sky, did you ever play that? Yes. Yes, absolutely love it. I had it back in the day. I would love a book or a book series or a movie based on that, if it was done right. I always have to say that, if it's done right. I love that. Yeah. Um, In fact, interesting enough, um, I was talking to um, T-Rex Space Station about this last oh, week. Actually, that's another reason, by the way, yeah. I uh, like System Shock 2 so much, is it's yeah. cyberpunk. I love that type of stuff, which is why, by the way, I hope I could run it. <laughs> um, <laughs> the next game by CD Projekt Red, after Witcher 3 or whenever it's coming out, is uh, Cyberpunk 2077. That's why I'm looking forward to that, because it's got like that Deus Ex stuff to it and System Shock theme. I love that kind of thing. That's why I like Shadowrun, all these kind of things. Anyway, go back to what you're saying. Sorry. Uh, I've, I've played... Uh, Beneath a Steel Sky um, when it came out I had it when it came out and oh, yeah. I've not played it I've probably not played it for about 15 years but I do have four memories of it and I would like to play it again I was playing it last week uh, <laughs> one of the reasons I joined GOG is I was going to get stuff on there too but it was like I found oh shit I get Beneath a Steel Sky I've wanted this thing forever yeah so was that the first time you had played it then last week or Oh no no! I, I I played it when I made an uh, when I made an account on GOG, which was back in two thousand eight. Right. No, uh, the, I meant the last time I played it was last week. Uh, well, I played it back in the. It's also by the way one of the very few point and click adventure games. I just call them adventure games where I can memorize everything I need to do. Yeah. There's a few other ones I can, but not as well as that. You know, 
but whatever. Again, some other runners-up I could have put on here. Phantasmagoria 2, Gabriel Knight, uh, can't remember which one it was. There was plenty of them. Yeah, I, I, I've memorized uh, the Monkey Monk Island games, but only because I've played them so often. That's one I was never mm. really into. I just never cared for much for about it. Yeah, it's one of those games that's... It's either your type of I like the company. Not. I like the company that makes it. I just don't like, I just don't care for the characters. I don't like the story. It's just it's got nothing for me. It's one I'd rather watch it than play it. Well, you can watch it on my channel. Uh, right. <laughs> oh, no, I watched the. Uh, I've watched. I actually have watched the five-hour, thirty-one-minute, and however many seconds uh, long play that Cubix fifty-five put up. I spent a lot of time watching that shit. Uh, yeah, I'd, I watched a lot of Cubix stuff as well. I love it. It's like a long movie for me. You know, it's weird. I, I, only up until recently, I thought it was just one guy. No. Videos, then I discovered there was a whole forum. Where all no, that's why they have, this, they have this little, <laughs> uh, kind of like how SDA does it in the beginning of their stuff. Like, yeah. they have this little special coding thing at the beginning. It says, played by, blah, blah, blah. And they say yeah. the time and what system and all that. It's like, it's a community account, essentially. Like, uh, on longplays.org, and there's a bunch of users on there, and you see who they are, and they put stuff on there. Like, uh, for example, one of my favorite people who put stuff up on there is Mad Maddie, because Red Supreme does a lot of videos that he does. <laughs> Have you ever thought about smitten something for that? Nah, I don't. Yeah. Uh, pretty much everything, like, they don't want multiple things the game's already done, so that's the other problem with Game Anyone, by the way, is anytime I want to do something, someone always beats me to it. Especially uh. if it's like a computer game. It, look, I don't do what they do. They break street dates. They get stuff the ways you're not supposed to. I'm not doing that. I pay for my shit. Come on. <laughs> okay, you know, so... How the hell does this guy have Halo 4 a week before it's out? Oh, wait. Uh, how are you supposed to compete with that? <laughs> uh, there's always somebody. Always and somebody. that, and I, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I don't need to... All of us just watch what they do. I don't need to join that site, you know. But, yeah. I could, I guess. I was thinking about it one time, of doing, like, joining their thing and doing stuff for them. But it's like... I just can't. Like, there's only so many games I actually want to do that because you have to play it for all that time. Yeah. Again, it's the same reason I only do videos on the games I do. It's, you know, the only ones I want to do it on. And the long plays I have done myself, which they're, I took some of them down because it's when they, just, you know, YouTube and all that crap, but whatever. <laughs> My Doom 3 one is still up. <laughs> That's a long one. Six hours and however many minutes. I, I didn't take any of my any means doing that. I, I like I like doing long plays, and the one I came up with myself, which I want to do something different, you know, make my own thing. I came up with the let's long play. Yes, but make sure you have plenty of water to drink so your voice doesn't get tired. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Get some uh, bottle bottle of water on standby. Oh uh, yeah, that was a long one, but it was worth it. <laughs> Okay, we better move on to the next game. I think it's the yeah. second second last uh, game, and it's it is. it's another it's, first person shooter. It's not it's not a first person shooter. It's in first person perspective. Although you can turn the camera outside of it, which good luck trying to play it that way. Uh, it's a it's a spaceship simulation flight game. It's like flight combat simulation. It's Descent. I like the whole series really, but the first Descent's my favorite. Uh, I'm not going to explain how the game's played. I do that enough in every damn video I do when I show a game, but uh, <laughs> reasons I like it. This is one of the... Uh, again, it's not really the, the first game I ever played online, but it's one of the first ones I remember playing online. Nice. Um, it's just an extremely fun game and challenging, and it, to quote the uh, you know marketing they used to say for it, is like it's going to turn your damn stomach, it will make you nauseous and dizzy and stuff like that. That doesn't happen to me, but 
it is it does have a unique feeling to it flying around like that in six degrees of movement freezing you know it, for how old the game is there really wasn't much like it at the time yeah and that's one of the things that made it interesting too it's just like all the different weapons you can get for your ship all the different enemies you have to constantly turn upside down in all these different ways. You have to navigate this underground network and get out once you destroy the generator before it all goes kablooey, you know, escape in time. Kind of like in, you know, Return of the Jedi when the Millennium Falcon's getting out of the second Death Star. Uh, it's just awesome fun. I love it. Again, GOG, you can get it off of there. Yeah, I reckon that... Um I reckon that's the kind of game that would prob- probably make me nauseous because even Doom to, after a while makes me feel a bit nauseous. That uh, might be because of field of view. There's a you know field of view. Some people have to have it higher. Sometimes you can't adjust that in games, which is a problem with many games these days. You can't adjust the FOV, but whatever. That's probably why. Some people do get like that in first-person perspective games, not just shooters, just anything that's like that, if there's any kind of fast movement. So, yeah, that's probably what it is. By the way, it's a game that you really only should play with a joystick or a flight stick. It really, yeah, you can use a keyboard and mouse, and there's even old controllers you can use, but it's not the same. It's meant to be played with a flight stick. Works better that way too. So, when you played this back in the day, did you have the floppy disk or the CD-ROM? Oh, I had the CD version. Yeah. I had the CD version. Pretty much most of the stuff I had was a CD version. Doom is one I uh, I didn't have the floppy disk versions. I did play it that way, but I got the CD versions. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Works the same way. Still a DOS game. Just yeah. works better that way. I had a few games on floppy disk. In fact, I think I still might have a few f- down in the basement somewhere just because I kept them. But, uh, yeah, I didn't... That one I didn't have on the, the floppy disk. So, again, this also uh, has appeared on Steam as of February this year. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yes. but I, I again, I still recommend getting off of GOG. They have all, they have the entire series on there. First of all, and usually anytime they do have them on sale, they put them together so you can get all of them for one yeah. low price. And again, you get all these free, awesome bonuses: soundtrack, wallpaper, all this shit. And they do a little bit better job of getting it to run on modern operating systems. Then you don't have to deal with the whole Steam BS. <laughs> that's that's worth the price alone. Yeah, just saying. I'm not a fan of Steam. I I I don't mind. I I I don't hate Steam. I don't mind it. I just it. I've always maintained it should be nothing more than a place to buy the damn games. But there's no reason to require me to start Steam if I just want to play a game. That's all there is to it. And it has a it's a monopoly. Pretty much every game uses Steam or uh, works uh, now. I mean, it's a good thing to use. It's still a form of DRM. And I I like how so many uh, Valve whatever fanboys or whatever you want to call them. Uh, they claim it's not DRM. Yes, it is. Steam is DRM. It's just a very tolerable form of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I like GOG. I mean, yeah, they really push the no DRM thing a lot, sometimes a little too much, but it is nice to find, be able to do that. I mean, in the past you could. I mean, it's like, I pay for this stuff. I don't like being punished when I didn't do anything wrong. I want it, I'll buy it, you know? Mm-hmm. I could just run it. I buy Descent off of GOG. I could just play it. I install it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Every form of DRM can and has been circumvented. It's not there to prevent piracy, which is all these game companies can't get in their damn head. All it's supposed to do is keep the honest people honest. Yeah. Those dedicated ones, they have the tools, they know how to do it, they will get around it. That's all it's ever has been. I mean, absolutely. You know, 
go back to the Commodore 64 where you had this card, which every game came with, and it says, uh, type the thing that was on row five letters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's technically DRM. It's like an early form of CDK, yeah. you know? Even back then, there's ways to get around that. It's just, it does yeah. nothing but punish those like me, which is an example. It punishes those who didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. I, I remember playing um, Police Quest 3, I think it was. Have you, I played a game in that series, but I don't know if it yeah. was that one. I remember playing Police Quest 3, and you get it doesn't give you all this check page 5, blah, 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 to start. It, it, it kind of does it randomly throughout the game. Like When you go to get your, like, your equipment out of your locker, you have to find the code for the locker, and it's like it's like the score of a, a American football game, like is you have to look up the manual to see what the score was, but you, and then it's, so say it was twenty three two or something. That would be like enough that. to make me not want to play the game just because I don't like to think about that kind of stuff. Like I said, <laughs> I don't want to think about it. I don't want to talk about it. So that'll be enough to put me off of that game. Like, what the hell has this got to do with it? Hell, that. Yeah, and I was talking last night. I was talking to Chris. I shanked, and um, I can't remember what game it was, but there was <laughs> some game that came out as a role-playing game, and there was a an unformatted, oh, I can't remember this now, an unformatted segment of the disc or something, um, and basically, if, if you went to pirate the game, it would mean whenever you played it, you would lose. Oh, there's yeah. these days. There's some companies that have a, a sense of humor about it. If you get Game Dev Tycoon, yeah. uh, the, not Payway, uh, at one point there, are, uh, you can go a little while, but then once you start, I think can't remember what level, how far you have to be in it, but whatever. Eventually, basically, uh, in the game, there's an in-game event where you're making a game and you put it out there, and you're not making any money because the pirates are taking all the money. That's the game company uh, Greenheart uh, Greenheart Games, I think is the name of the company. Uh, they uh, basically say that you know. Me, I actually bought it before it was even on Steam, by the way, but I also had the Steam version because apparently they decide everyone like me who bought it from them just gets the Steam version for free, which the Steam version does have a few bonuses, but whatever. See, there's an incentive to buy it. Yeah. Uh, but the best one I like, which this is hilarious, is um, Series Sam 3 BFA, if you, again, don't get it the legitimate way, a giant pink scorpion, which you come across this enemy normally in the game anyway, but there's a special one if you pirate the game where you cannot kill it. It will follow you throughout the entire level, and there is basically no way to progress through the game. It will kill you. That is its form of DRM protection. That's how it punishes you. Oh, uh, you want to think you're going to play for the whole game? Guess again, bitch. <laughs> oh, I love that. I thought it was a joke when I was reading yeah. it. Like, someone just was making up lies, and I was reading them, and then I kept seeing, like, all these different sites having an article about it because they all wanted to talk about it because they, they all said the same thing. It was like, this is how you do DRM with a sense of humor. And it's like, wait, this is real? That's, That's genius. Yeah, it's pretty good. And then you have some of these indie game uh, developers who actually will... Uh, there's this one, I can't remember if it was Hotline Miami, but he uh, said that he, he actually put out a patch, or where, I can't remember, it's one of these indie games, uh, the guy actually was willing to patch the pirated versions. I was like blowing my mind. And like mm. t- again, TV did a thing when he was talking about his content patch about it, and even he was surprised about it. And he says, "This is a, kind of a unique uh, way of like extending an olive branch to the uh, pirate uh, pirate people that pirated your game, and maybe that might actually make them realize you're not a you know you're a cool person, and they'll buy your next game." Something similar happened uh, in music land, if you like. Um, Metallica. Uh, um, they're, oh, they're copyright crazy. No, I wasn't going to go into an app store or anything like that. But uh, Metallica have um, um, got a hold of a lot of their bootlegs 
and they've put them uh, on a new website. So yeah, I, I've heard of all that, and they're uh, charging a premium for them. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, well I've, I'm a member of it. It's, it's livemetallica.com, and you can download... There's so many actual bootleg concerts you can actually download for free as well. Um, so I've got, I've got about three or four of them. Um, but I, Somebody needs money. Yeah. But I did, anyway. buy, I did buy the one. I, I went to a Metallica concert. And to when Metallica sold out, that's when I gave up. I'm yeah. not the only one. There's a lot of people that are the same way, but whatever. Anyway, we, we, we digress. <laughs> I was going to say, finishing up on the, what yeah. I've got there, is, uh, the worst one I've seen is uh, in Leisure Suit Larry. Um, the no, the worst one I've seen is... Oh. Uh, uh, no, the worst form of prote- uh, DRM is Star Force, which I've already talked about that 10 million times. I hate that. I hate it. And Leisure Suit Larry... in your computer and you can never get it out. And Leisure Suit Larry, uh, before the game starts, you get asked, um, five questions to prove that you're an adult, and which is fine, but um, they're all based like American questions and American knowledge. And so, if you're playing it in Europe, like I was, you wouldn't have a you wouldn't have a clue. Well, if, if it's the kind of subject matter I'm thinking of, it can't be all that different from here. Well, there was there's fins there was fins about presidents and things like that. Oh, that. Yeah. Oh, stuff that has nothing to do with the game. Oh, okay. yeah. So, anyway. What? What color was George Washington's white horse? Yeah, I think that was actually one of the questions. <laughs> Mad. And back back in the day when I played that game, there was no internet to go and look it up, so you just had to keep guessing. But uh, really, anymore, Steam is really the only kind of form of DRM I'll tolerate. Yeah. Now, if it's an older game, I'll deal with CDK. It's fine. I never mind a CDK, so I don't give a crap. I don't lose anything. <laughs> Even then, you can just write it down on another piece of paper. Course. Okay, so the the next game, the last game, uh, last game. Uh, it's another first person shooter, and it's an unfinished game. But I've made many videos talking about it. It's Trespasser Jurassic Park. Yes, not Jurassic Park Trespasser, like some think it is. But anyway, um, it's technically a kind of sequel to The Lost World. But anyway, uh, what I, I could talk about this game for damn ever either too. But basically, even though it's unfinished and it's technically it is a bad game, there is no way about it. Just like research indicates that, uh, don't get mistaken. Even though you might like it, uh, you can't lie about it. It is a bad game. It is unfinished. It has so many problems. It never will be finished. It was a, a whole mess the entire production. But anyway, without going on to everything, I can see what was there, and even what is there, I can enjoy it, and I do. Just like so many people, like on that site called Trescom, which is a fan site. And, uh, you know, I just enjoy it for what it is. I like it. I can mess around with it for so more time than anyone could probably even fathom in an unfinished game. But, you know, it's just, it gives me what I want and that kind of thing. It's like this, even as it stands, I really like it. And that's all there is to it. And I could mess with it for pretty much forever. You know, I like it. So, so what kind of game actually is it? <sighs> Uh, that implies what it was supposed to be or what it is. Well, it was supposed to be a first-person perspective. You can't really call it a first-person shooter, even though it technically is. All right, I'll, fine, I'll just make it easier. First-person shooter survival game. It, okay. You're not supposed to be loaded to the teeth. The guns do not have shit ton of ammo. In fact, the guns, you couldn't even reload it. Even back in the original ideas for the game, it was never going to do that. Once the gun runs out of ammo, that's it. You throw it away, you get another one. And that's the way it is. That's, that is one thing that stayed in there. And you basically have to survive on this island and get off. You play as Anne, who was going on vacation, 
who was kind of up, uh, uptight and all that, so she was going on vacation. Plane was flying over East Lasorda, which is Island Bay. I'm big in the Jurassic Park, by the way. I love the books and all that. So uh, you, uh, the plane crashes for whatever damn reason. Again, they never got this far into it, so you never find out like, specifically what happened. But anyway, uh, she's the only survivor, and you have to go for this, obviously, dinosaur-infested island. Make it to all the way in, which, again, the game is unfinished. There's a lot of stuff missing. And the very last mission that is, and as it is, is a, uh, you know, to top, you have to, summon, you have to use the radio and call for rescue. That's about all there is to it. So it's going through the different places, and you go for quite a lot of places on the island, a lot of distance, all the way from the start at the beach where the plane crashed to the top of a mountain. And uh, that's about what you do there. You survive and go through the stuff. You go through an engine town. You actually go through John Hammond's mansion that was built on the island. This is stuff that you don't see in the movies, of course, but uh, whatever. And you go from there. By the way, Anne is voiced by Minnie Driver, who yeah. many might know from The Riches, which I like that show back when I could still watch it at one point. I lost all the channels, but whatever. So, yeah. For what it is, the game is still interesting. And there's a lot to talk about it, and a lot you can find out about it and all that. And uh, there's one other thing I was going to say. Oh, yeah, Richard Attenborough, he also did narration, you know, talking to John Hammond. He talks in that. When you come across certain things, he explains stuff and all that. There's a few audio things that are supposed to play, but don't. Again, game's unfinished, so not much works. <laughs> I mean, randomly, uh, thing if you are careful, you can discharge your gun into your face, you can launch it up into the sky, and if it gets into the skybox, it can crash the game. Some people, again, because, again, it's unfinished, all the different kinds of hardware, especially playing it nowadays, it's even different. Um, back then, I remember reading that it had issues with voodoo cards, which everyone remembers those. I actually bought it, by the way. They sold it unfinished. Uh, I actually had it way back when. It's one of the ones that got destroyed. Um, the... Uh, I I ran it easy, but it was a very hard thing for computers back then to run, even if you had a really high-end one. It was just very unoptimized, and it was... At that point, there really wasn't that many games that had big open areas like that. Quake 2 was, like, the easiest comparison, and so on and so forth, and many have uh, many game companies and developers have explicitly stated that they were inspired by this game. Uh, the people who worked on Half-Life... They said they were a crisis. You wouldn't have these kind of games if it wasn't for Trespasser. So that's another reason I like it, because it was very... Even though, again, considering it's unfinished, it's, it is a bad game, it was able to do all this other stuff, you know? Yeah. And, again, people like me, there's the ones at Trescom and others, we can see and appreciate for what it is, and we could see what it could have been, you know? What it could have been... <laughs> Yeah, and it's still just as amazing now. It's getting harder, though, unfortunately, to run it, so I'm trying to enjoy it as much as I can while I can. Yeah. By the way, there's a very cool speed run on SDA of it. Just yeah. saying. Yeah. yeah. I'm just looking at a, a review of it on uh, GameSpot. <laughs> it closes with, uh, There's one thing we won't forget. Trespasser was undoubtedly the worst game of 1998. <laughs> well, you see... You're reading it on GameSpot. That's the yeah. problem. GameSpot, while not as bad as IGN, is bad. But anyway. Uh, yeah, but... Uh, nah. Uh, there's actually worse games I could think of that are finished. That's See, this is the other thing. It's an unfinished game, but you can still play it. There's finished games, so-called finished games, that they charge a lot more, you know, they uh, even now, that are technically worse because they'll just play it like shit. Um... I hate to do this again, but you think we can take another quick break and then we can go on to the very last two things? Absolutely. You go on a quick break and I'll get some music. Yeah. All right. I'm going to play one of the 
songs that was provided by Aidan Watkins when he was on. I do like a bit of rock music. Aidan provided us four songs when he was on, and this was another one. Waiting the return of my guest, so I can have a little mess about with the studio. See what else we've got on here. Oh, this is one that's frequently used on another show. Betrayal! Betrayal! Spoonie betrayed me. I watch Spoonie. Yeah, um, he's awesome. He got a lot of flack for doing that, and he was kind of unprofessional, but whatever. I thought it was funny. Uh, you know, I actually just thought of something walking back. Uh, uh, something else, I, one last thing I want to mention about a trespasser. Um, this is really, if you're into Jurassic Park a lot, you know, you read the books and all that, you really like the story to characters and overall everything. In this game, you don't get it anywhere else really, although if I remember right, on, it's not on YouTube, or maybe it was, it was, but um, there's this thing, they took the audio thing of it out, so if you can't play the game or don't want to play the game, you hear it, but I can't remember where it is, so I can't tell you. Sorry, but... Uh, when you're in Heaven's Mansion, which is in the Ingen town, you have to find this hidden uh, floppy disk, and you take it to his computer in the office. And if you do that, you can hear a very sad but very interesting story, like backstory to his character. This is like it's kind of it's not exactly what inspired him to try and start doing the genetic stuff to make remake dinosaurs, but you can tell when you listen to it, it kind of gives the uh, the idea of why he started getting into that kind of stuff. Oh, it's just kind of interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Steven Spielberg had a bit of input into this game, apparently, as well. Yeah, he did. There's yeah. a rock which is very out of place, and they came up with this uh, trap for a Velociraptor, which intentionally stops there. Again, unfinished game, yet they made sure this stayed in. It glitches out all the damn time. Sometimes it doesn't work. What you're basically supposed to do is make this rock move. Jeep falls under the Velociraptor, and apparently Steven Spielberg, and I can't remember the guy's name I used to, who was one of the lead designers on the game, basically came up with it on the rock. It says, uh, I can't remember, it's either uh, all thanks to us or don't need to thank us, and it has their signatures in there. There's also, if you, the only way you can do this is you put the no clip code in, and you go in a certain place in the fourth or fifth level, you go up on this hill, you can actually find the, and it makes a sound, by the way, the uh, black monolith from 2001 Space Odyssey, which I like that movie a lot, so I thought it was cool when I found that. I actually found that by accident before I read about it, and you get up to it, and it plays uh, kind of like that ominous music from the movie. 
And there's a couple other hidden things in there. One other interesting thing is melee weapons. Again, this is something that was never, they didn't have time to put in there. No melee weapons have any kind of uh, damage to them. So essentially they're useless except for one. And this is the thing I was always wanted to know the story is why is this melee weapon the only one that does? Dennis Nedry, who Wayne Knight played as in the movie, or one movie, uh, he's the guy that got killed in the Jeep by the frilly dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was Newman in Seinfeld. Uh, his mace, he's basically his LARPing mace, because he's like a D&D nerd. You find that at one point, and that's the only melee weapon that does damage besides the electric cattle prod, which is freaking annoying to use, and it will actually shock and kill you on your body. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how many times I can say unfinished game and there's so much weird stuff, but it's endlessly entertaining because you'll always see different shit all the time. It, it just seems bizarre that they would release an unfinished game in the first They had to. They had to at that point. It was going on too long. They had to make up some of their money, but the damage is already done. A very, very, very good uh, uh, video series. Research indicates he did a... It's not really a let's play. It's a, a let's inform on the game. He. It's probably... Without a doubt, I've heard some... He uses this example TV, again, bringing him up. He's used it too. And I'm not kidding either. I've watched a lot of let's plays. I can easily say this is probably the best made well done, let's play, ever. Probably ever will be. Because of the wow. detail and the attention to it and just everything. And I watch it over and over and over and over. <laughs> but I'm not kidding, it's that good. And it also has to do because I like the game. He did it on Trespasser and all the information he puts out there. Yeah. It's just, I recommend watching that. If you don't want to play the game you can't and you don't want to deal with it because it's unfinished, You'll get a lot more out of it than I can explain here. You know, I can't remember everything, but some of the stuff I learned from him. But basically, the bottom line is, besides all the other stuff I said, the reasons why I like Trespasser is it's so interesting. And I still, when I play it, I still figure, find stuff I didn't notice before about it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a very, very interesting game, and it's probably the closest we're going to come in a very long time to like what they originally supposed to do is like an open world. Survival deal where you're against dinosaurs. Cool. So we're in the last ten minutes, so we better crack on. Uh, the uh, yeah, the other yeah. The last two things. But, but the eight games, uh, eight great choices, eight interesting choices, choices as well. Um, that I mentioned a few game. runners up. <laughs> yeah, that trespasser Jurassic Park definitely seems interesting. I'll tell you what, of the eight I did go with, that is the most interesting one. I'm not saying anything bad about the other ones. I'm not saying they're not interesting, but the most interesting one is Trespasser. Absolutely. Ever since back then in 1998 when I got it, to this day, I'm still extremely interested in it. I still spend a decent amount of time every now and then trying to find new information about it where I can. Cool. It's that interesting to me. That's why I did it. That's why I was, I was doing a video series on it and all that. I was like, yeah, I realized, and I even said, I realized that, like, if you know who he is, Research Indicates did pretty much the best thing you could ever do on Trespasser. But I still think there's not enough about it out there, and some more people need to talk about it, do stuff on it. So there's that. Agreed, agreed. I'm actually still planning on doing one last... I've said many times now I want to do one last long play, and I think I might do it on that. Um, Maybe. I think you should. I think you should. Yeah. I'll look out for that one. And to be on. honest, it doesn't really take that long. Just the problem with it is because it is unfinished and there's a lot of shit that can mess with you, mm. that could cause problems, but you know, you got to deal with it anyway. I mean, you could just play in any game and can all of a sudden crash, so what else is new? <laughs> <laughs> so... Actually, uh, the trick to not making it crash near the mountain is you don't look at it. You have to kind of walk sideways. Yeah, it's a little goofy. He actually has to do that in his video. <laughs> cool. Well, whatever. Anyway, uh, enough about that. Let's move on. Yeah. Um, the 
We're going to move on to uh, the book, um, and you've picked Brim's. You want to do the book? You want to do the book first? Um, I think it'd be better yeah. to do the book first because save the other thing for last because that is kind of surprising. I did. Yeah, I think we'll do the book first. That's, that that is the order we will do it. And to be to be fair, yeah. Brim Stroker is Dracula. Yes. Or Bram Stoker, how do you say it? One of my yeah. Bram Stoker. Uh, one of my favorite books of all time stories. It's right up there for me with War of the Worlds by H.G. Uh, e. Wells. Yeah, somebody picked that. I can't remember who. Most of the books, most of the stories I like are like the really old, well-known ones. Yeah. It's just the way his wife is for me. And uh, I'm not going to go any more than say this. Bram Stoker's Dracula, that is what vampires are supposed to be like. That and Delagosi, you know, Dracula. That is yeah. what a vampire is supposed to be like. I think you can get why I'm saying that. But anyway. Yes. Uh, yeah. Very good story. Very good characters. Written very well. I could read it over and over and over, and I never get tired of it. My version of the book I have right now, which I used to have another one a long time ago, but it basically got ruined. So uh, I had to replace it eventually. Yeah, it happens. A lot of just stuff got ruined. <laughs> this one version I have now, which I got a few years ago, is... Again, same thing, same story and all that. Nothing's changed like that. Uh, but this one has illustrations every now and then by a very cool artist, Jim Lee. It's really stylized and it looks really cool. So it adds that it's you know it's everything I already like, but it adds that little bit. And it's got these cool uh, illustrations in there. Yeah, cool. Um, I- Enter freely and of your own will. I use that every now and then, but no one ever figures out what it's from. It's the tagline for Bram Stoker's Dracula. Uh, it's a shame. More people need to read these actual good story stuff. You know, not like the crap they got now. I think I think I've only really seen the film, to be honest. You know, it made me really sad when I heard they a lot of places don't make people read to, uh, like uh, um, Tom Sawyer or whatever it is anymore. You know, stuff like that. The yeah. older the older stuff. Treasure Island is like, oh, are you kidding me? Jeez. I think I did read some things like that at school, but I don't I don't recall reading uh, Dracula. Well, it should. It's a, even forget about what it's about. It's just written very well, and it's a good yeah. example of how to make a very good story. Yeah. Yeah. I got a lot of books. I read a lot. I have a shit ton of books, man. I'm not kidding. I mean, uh, uh, here's an example. I actually have the book, and I like it. Gone with the Wind. Really long, but it's really good. You know, it's written really well. I've seen the movie too, but uh, I like yeah, the yeah. book a lot. So very old movie. Yeah. I oh by the way. Uh, I really like the movie Bram Stoker's Dracula. You know, the one that's got Gary Oldman as uh, Dracula, uh, so on and so forth. You know, that's really good too. But, of course, you don't get everything like you do in the book. Yeah, obviously, yeah. The, the book's always better. Oh, yeah. Especially with Stephen King, who's my favorite author. Yeah, I like Stephen King stuff. Which I am actually right now congruent with my game stuff, which the game stuff kind of takes the most attention, which is why I'm doing it very slowly, but I'm trying to get every Stephen King book in hardcover. It's something I wanted to do for a very long time. The hardest one I'm trying to get a hold of is friggin' Christine. I cannot find Christine anywhere. Not even a paperback. I don't like paperback books as much, by the way. That's why I'm doing hardcover, but whatever. You should do something about that on your YouTube channel, because it's not... No, it, it see, again, this comes... <laughs> <laughs> this is like what I said before is like I do this kind of stuff and it ends up being a waste of my time and no one's interested so hmm. but yeah, maybe I don't know I actually already did talk about it a few times like when I got it I showed it in the video along with the other games I got but you know whatever anyway you lot should item because we'll just get chucked off uh, yeah. it's a 1969 Chromecraft 
Chair. Chair. Yeah. It's the name of a uh, company that's not really around. It's actually not in business anymore. I'm sitting on it right now, actually. It needs to be reupholstered. But <laughs> anyway, I love it because it reminds me of a bucket seat in old 60s cars. It's just great. I love it. It's a swivel chair. It's very heavy and old. Of course, it's 41 years old. But for years and years, I wanted this chair. There was actually another one. But uh, that one it was even worse, and that one had to be thrown out. But this one, I pushed for so many years. I wanted it, and now I do. Yeah. I love it. I think you're so. the first. I think you're the first guest to to pick a piece of furniture for a luxury item. Well, I, like I said, I didn't. I was confused. I didn't really know what it meant or what I could choose. Like of what I have, I mean. No, it, it's anything at all, as long as it's not another person or a means of escape. Well, so I, it's anything I, you want. I'd be a lot better off by myself. It's a lot quieter, but uh, yeah, yeah, I love my chair. You know, I like having a good, nice chair. But, well, uh, that's a nice luxury to have. Anyway, I'm going to end it there. Um, thanks very much again for coming on. It's been fascinating, and you've been very, very knowledgeable, and it's been great. So, yeah, sorry for chewing up all the time, too. Not at all. We could have went on for four hours. <laughs> all right, bye. Thank you. Over and out. Bye. Yeah, I...